The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Fantastic Forum. This show has many, many, many sides. We're deep, deeper than your mother's snatch. Like, I love how Oz brought up that story with no context. Like, we still don't know what this is going to be. Yeah, I don't understand why we don't want women on this show. Well, it's, you know, it's four <laughs> of us already. Like, it's too Listen, much. why do you all don't want women on this show? I was pitching a little bit of... It's funnier than I have. Her. Women are funny. I want all his penis. Oh, well, look, you can have it, Mo. Speaking of me getting fucked, Umbrella Academy came out last Friday. I wish you would hear my review of Fuller House, but this isn't the show for that. Are you watching Fuller House? Yeah, it's good. The allocated time for this review, it was in-depth. Like, we still got, you know, the amount of time it takes to play that song. Allocated time? When the hell did we get a schedule? I have a schedule. I'm hosting today. My bad. I said that earlier, too. You probably didn't hear it while you're too busy chastising me and breaking my fucking balls. I'll just be here listening to my sad mo playlist. <laughs> What's in the sad mo playlist? I, I need to know. <laughs> Word. Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live Wednesday nights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific on allgames.com. So I get the keys ready to come in and I'll just comment on the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Bit of a hook melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play a little movie instead. Aquaman's a hero! Let's see what Spider-Man number one looks like. I guarantee you blows the road like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum! Assemble! This is the Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll have you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He is, in fact, next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. Damn right I am. There it is. Also, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. You're so much more better at this than I am. 
<laughs> I disagree. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Just call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Shout out to Jay. He's not here this week, unfortunately. But, you know, shout out to him anyway. We've got a great show for you, though. Uh, we're going to talk to you about Mr. Miracle number one. We're going to talk to you about higher level number one. And we're going to give you a uh, bit, bit more in-depth review of the Umbrella Academy television show on Netflix. It's high okay, level. I'll, oh, I'm sorry. I said higher level, didn't I? High level. Yeah. My bad. High level. <clears throat> one. Uh, and of course, whatever else you all want to talk about. And I'll tell you how to get down with that in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you all, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. It's LA's in the South of Bay's best comic book store. You get all your comic book needs met there. All you have to do is uh, give them a call. 310-538-3198. There it is. Also, we want to make sure that we let you know how it is. You can participate in today's show. This isn't just us, man. This is you. Let's have a conversation. If you want to get down on Fantastic Forum, there's a few different ways to do it. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. You know you want to. Yeah. It's it's even sexy when I say it. So excuse me one second. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that was Mo finishing. No. <laughs> With my mouth. <laughs> Look, okay, we are we already went into a weird place. Just that quick. <laughs> Anyway, cool. So, uh, how's everybody feeling? You guys doing okay th- uh, this fine, fine Wednesday? It's so cold out here that. Why I is just... it so cold? Well, how cold is it? <laughs> Shut up. I, I came, I came down here. I came down here an hour ago to to set up, and I brought I brought a ice cube with me to put in my in my whiskey glass. I forgot it was still here, and it hasn't melted at all. Mm. I think it might have got colder. <laughs> It's more ice now than it was when you brought it out. Yeah, possibly. Are are where you're doing the show is a colder room or something than the rest of the house? It's the basement, right? Yeah, it's the basement. So te- like technically, it's it should be warmer, but there's no heating down here. So they, they, there's there's a balance going on there. It, it's cold, and I can't wear my jacket because it's a synthetic material. So you'll be hearing like like these noises the throughout the show every time I move. Mm. What noises? He's back in the side of I think it's two two sticks rubbing together. I don't know. Who's a, there it is. Who's listening to something in the background? Yeah. No, that's that's me. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't I didn't mean for it to get in the background. I was turning the TV and I hit the bu- turning the TV off and I hit the button too many times. <laughs> what were you saying about pro- professionalism, Mo? Fuck you, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Oh, you know what? Uh, did it, oh no, we we didn't mention chat. Um, it looks like Tiger Claw is saying something in chat. It says, "What's up, Fantastic Forum? You heard about this whole controversy with Captain Marvel? Rotten Tomatoes had to change their site because some fans were abusing the system and lowering the want to see its scores. And this is over comments Brie Larson made that some of these fans took 
out of context and got offended by it. They tried this with Black Panther before, and the movie still made a lot of money. And speaking of Black Panther, how about those three Oscar wins and Into the Spider-Verse getting the best animated feature Oscar? That's all exciting stuff. Um, I, I did I did not hear about this whole thing with Brie Larson, though. What did she say that they took out of context? Uh, Do you all know? She said a little while ago about how she wanted to do more interviews with not white people, because I guess the critics are like... 70% white males. 70%. <laughs> I, like that, I, I, I think that's, I think that's, I don't remember what the number was, but it was somewhere between 70 and 80. And yeah, she, I, would be, just, I would be shocked if it wasn't closer to 80. You know what? I want my garbage picked up by 50% females. Okay. There's not enough diversity in the garbage man game. Well, there, look, <laughs> there's definitely no diversity in the NBA. Yeah. I, I, we need I, women there, too. Women. Hey, look, look, well, right, let's get Hispanics in the NBA. Yeah. You know what? I tried out for the Laker, Lakers once, and I think they didn't accept me because of racism. I hate them. I, pl- I played on the Junior Lakers. So are we are we going with the reason why they're not more like diversity among journalists? or film critics is because or those in that industry is because they people the, the diverse people aren't trying to be that is that what we're going with um no I, i'm more concerned about these fucks that get pissed um i don't know what she said but they're a bunch of fuckheads they're probably the same ones that were pissed that wonder woman's breasts weren't big enough you know <laughs> And it's like, you know what? Like I told them then, I'm like, you motherfuckers are getting pissed off of this. Why don't you worry about fucking what Zack Snyder is doing to fucking Superman versus Batman? You know what I mean? Um, th- in this case, it's like you should be more appalled of, you know, the, the non-sticking to the source material as we see it. You know? Be angry at that. Not what she says. I, she she could say whatever she wants about who she wants to talk to. Yeah, I guess that's the thing that I don't I don't quite understand. Like, what's what's wrong with her wanting to see that more? It's not, it's not like she said, "I'm not talking to white men." Right, but I think <laughs> like yeah. that's, I, I think that's how that's they how took they it. take it. Though. Yeah, I think that's how they took it, and that that's yeah. that's what Tyra Claw means uh, that it was taken out of context. And as far uh-huh. as far as why the it's such a high percentage, um, I I don't really know. I usually I always ask the question like when they say oh there's not enough this in in the comic book industry I always ask well are they turning away people because they're that or are they turning away people because they're not as good as what they're getting now considering we've gotten some crap lately that that could be brought into question so I don't know why it is that way in the uh, as far as critics go I, it's not something I, I've looked at so I'm not really gonna say anything about it. But her, he, she didn't say, oh, I'm not going to talk to white people because I'd rather, you know, she, it, it didn't, when I read it, it didn't come off that way. It just came off as she'd like to, she, she'll she give, diversity. yeah, she, she, she prefer to, to help out the people that are coming up as opposed to the people that are already established is I guess the way I read it. Why don't you come to Fantastic Forum? I mean, in the fairness, we didn't invite Brie Larson. Right. I, no, could. I know. I'm, that, that's, I think is there's. I guess the point I was trying to make is that there's all these outlets where you can go. You could literally, like, if she wants to talk to more females that are critics and, and commentators, she could do a Podbean search. 
I, I wish our publicist would have reached out to her. That would have been nice. There you go. Then we could have had a little bit of estrogen. The, I, right. I blame the intern. And you could have played that sound drop. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, honestly, uh, I will say, and, and this is obviously uh, my own opinion, hot take here, but I mean, all it is is nepotism like anything else, right? I mean, white people know white people. And then when jobs come up, they go and they hire their friends or people that they're familiar with or that they know. It's I don't think it's a, and you know, half of that is not, you know, it's, it's just the way of the world. There's nobody means anything by it. But the other half too is like, you know, sometimes women and people of color have to, work harder just to get the same thing you know much in the much in the same way how it's like sometimes they're you know when when these comments come up white males get they, they feel a way about it and they're able to like express their their anger and their outrage and you know sometimes that changes things you know i could just imagine sam rubin typing away at those rotten tomatoes reviews <laughs> Well, and then and then that's the other that's the other point that uh, Tire Claw brought up is that Rotten Tomatoes like changed its whole like, system around, and what they what they took out was the want to see it score because that was getting mm-hmm. that was down to like twenty one percent last time I read it for for Captain Marvel, and the the real problem is that well according to Rotten Tomatoes they were saying that people would look at that score and assume that was the the audience score and so if it's down to 21% people are seeing it oh the audience I don't care what the critics say the audience hate it because that's what I do sometimes I'll, I'll look at the audience score because I, I, I never trust critics and yeah. you know, it, was, it was freaking people out and then they got that Marvel check so they changed it around <laughs> that Marvel check <laughs> that Disney money yeah the mouse is powerful. There it is. What one Disney dollar is worth like one hundred thousand US dollars. Yeah, look, Disney needs uh, money. They gotta pay for their their Star Wars uh theme park. Right. I tell you what's got me the what got me a little bit I don't wanna say riled up. It's not I, I didn't get riled up, but I, I noticed something that I didn't notice before about the Captain Marvel movie and I'm just like, Oh, how's this gonna work? You know what I mean? Uh I realized that the the woman, the black woman, oh. <laughs> in the trailer. You just found that out. What? That she's the original cap- female Captain Marvel. Oh no! Well, she's not. That's what I found out. She's not. She her that character's name is Maria Rambo. Oh. And her and her daughter is Monica Rambo. That's retarded. Right. Which I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait, what's happening? Because I knew I was assuming that that was yeah. Monica Rambo, which yeah is the first the first woman in the Marvel universe to have the Captain Marvel title. And I was thinking like, okay, well they're gonna try to work that somehow. They'll probably just make her like Photon or Spectrum. I don't know. One of those iterations. But I didn't realize that that character. I I, I read something and I was like, the character's name is Maria. I was like, Maria. I was like, wait a minute, why would they change her name from Monica to Maria? Like, that seems weird. And then I realized that, oh, okay, like, there's another character in that movie that's named Monica Rambeau that is the daughter of the woman that is Carol Danvers' friend. So that, you, that could be Endgame setup. She could show up. Right. No, and, and that's exactly what I think it is, is that because Captain Marvel does the time jump, they're like, okay, they, they need to have the care. They want the character in the modern Marvel universe, the MCU, the modern MCU, not the 80s MCU. But then if that was the case, it's like, why did we even need the mom? Right. Like, you know, you don't, they don't. 
like they can develop a friendship. I mean, they're gonna have to develop a friendship anyway. You know what I mean? I guess, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I mean, obviously, the movie does take place in. No, no. The, the, I guess this whole movie actually only takes place in one in, in the, one time in the nineties. One general time, yeah. Right? In, in the nineties, they might do something towards the end to uh, to connect right. her to Endgame, but the, so, the actual yeah. the actual movie is gonna maybe be do movies. her as a sequel, huh? Yeah, yeah. See, so, yeah, that's what you know. But I was like, oh, I was like, you know, but then I guess, I guess that makes sense. But then at the same time, like I said, it's like, it's not so much like, oh, well that I needed her to be in that time period as much as we don't need her friendship with her mom. Like that seems like a, like she can, that she can have a friendship with a woman, but it didn't have to be Monica Rambeau's mom. You know, I don't know why movies feel like everyone has to have like these like connections like that you know what i'm saying like how you know how they always like especially the back in the day when, when the all the the superhero movies like the the good guy and the villain always knew each other yeah well, shoot i i said i said back in the day but realistically that's almost the case in everything yeah. like all these modern movies too huh yeah even umbrella academy yep umbrella academy punisher freaking i finished that by the way that was great punisher yeah how'd you like the scene that i spoiled for you i liked it a lot despite the fact that you spoiled. i would have liked it more if you hadn't spoiled it for me no but get out of here it's true i would not have been expecting it but i knew it was coming what scene did you spoil the final one where he shoots the the guys that he called the meeting for the guys oh but that was like that was like extra the story's done at that point yeah hey. but that's like a scene straight out of the comic. Yeah, it's the kicker. It's like and, the- and it really cements Punisher everything you've seen of the Punisher as really just a year one. Like we've only yet begun to see the Punisher. Next season. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, well, I, guess- I mean it might still happen. It just No, yeah, I, I I know it's gonna happen on Hulu, but you don't believe me. Who, us? You. Why don't I believe you? I don't know. You keep telling me that because of Disney Plus, it's not going to be there, that it's not going to be anywhere else. And we had oh, a whole, oh. We had a I, whole thing about, on the air. I thought, no, I thought, I would, think I was saying that it was going to be on Disney Plus and not Hulu, but it, it could be Hulu. You're right. Well, by the time the Disney and Fox deal goes down, they'll be like 75% owners or some shit. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. So should we get into our first review? Yeah, man. I guess since Oz watched the episode of Umbrella Academy and Larry, you finally finished your pre-production for last week. <laughs> I guess you guys could talk about it while I pour myself another drink. Yay! Oz, why did you only watch one episode? Cause Were you not feeling it? No. It is... I watched the first episode and nothing happened. And when just when it starts to get like it looks like something's about to happen and there's a cool effect, then it, it nothing nothing it never pans out. Nothing comes next. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's just like nothing happens. Huh? I, I expect an episode like that, like towards the middle. But episode one, uh-huh. that's the one that's supposed to get your attention. Like a lot of places, that's the the free one to, to get you hooked. And this just just nothing. Uh, I like, don't. What, what you have to forgive me because you know I, I mean it. It's been what maybe two weeks since I saw the first episode. What what happens in that first episode? Like, what did you see? Because I remember watching the first episode and thinking that. It was, you know, pretty this cool. Like I, I, yeah, I liked it a lot. And so I'm trying to remember what it is that I saw and what it is I didn't see because obviously when you binge it, it all kind of smushes together. Well, like the, when when they when they show up and the the the, the dad is dead and uh-huh. uh, 
monkey man, whatever his name is, is like, well, yeah, I I think it was murdered and his monocle is missing. It's like, okay, so that's interesting. Okay. So they're going to, yeah, some probably did happen to him and that's what they're, they're going to start trying to figure out. And then like half an hour later, you see the monocle and you see who has it and he just tosses it like nothing. Okay. Then the the dude shows up that's been time traveling and he talks about the dystopian future and he's being chased by what I just assume is like a time cop thing going on. And so there's a really cool uh, fight scene. A lot of people get killed and then nothing. Uh, the the uh, the stuff with, with... You do realize it's not a movie, right? Yeah, but it, <laughs> but it saying, doesn't have to that be that like a boring. Lot of stuff happening. No, it's like they start stuff happening. Well, the monocle is nothing. It, it, they, Why they, is the monocle nothing? It's like, because it, 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 it was going to... Like, it seemed like they were going to try to to like that was going to start the mystery of let's find out how he died. And when, <laughs> when the dude just tosses it in the river, it's like, well, that's what happened to the monocle. So there goes that that one piece of information that made the other dude think it was a murder. So I don't I'm even gonna, think it was a murder. I'm going to spoil point. it for you. Go ahead, because I might not even watch anymore. Even after he throws it out, it's still a big thing about what happened. You, you understand that him having the monocle makes him the killer. Yeah, it makes it ma- ma- makes like that's like him like, oh, he did it. Yeah, don't care. Uh, What the white violin? What's homegirls? Ellen Page wasn't feeling it. She She's a decent actress, but I just wasn't feeling it in this one. I don't know. I just wow. I, I she she's good. I've seen her in, in some great stuff, but not not this. You know, she she's walking around dressed like a North Korean prisoner the whole movie. Maybe I'm just tired of of this chick always playing the same dull, depressing character. That that might be it. I want to see her do something different. I actually was. Uh, that's part of the spoilers that I didn't get to do last week. Was that her was she was the worst choice for the cast out of everybody? Yeah. Like yeah, because she's she's a. Uh, uh, I think she's a part of the LGBTQ community. And part of her thing is that she always wears blazers and jeans, you know, kind of like Ellen. And she, she like does that in her movies too. So, so it changes that character doesn't look like that, you know, that is true. And that changes the whole, you know, the character looks a certain way for certain reasons. And because of that, that white violin, who essentially wears just a skin tight suit, kind of like, like, the cartoon version of the uh, of the the card game villains what's the the royal flush gang she kind of looks like oh. one of those you know and yeah. ellen page isn't going to be wearing that the, the royal yeah. flush gang had like the same a super powerful little girl in it too oh look that super powerful little girl in this one they did that wrong altogether. yeah uh the you know, like the uh, the drug the drug dealer the uh, sorry the drug addict character I thought he was gonna do something cool he started getting on my nerves really quick and uh, yeah I just I just didn't enjoy it and I I never read the well, books either yeah in the books he does something really cool in the series he does cool thing something cool but not not as cool as the comic like and I, so the 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 dad is dead right. Yeah. See, because well, uh, see, okay. In episode so, one, is he dead or not? Yes. Okay, because it it was bugging me that he was trying to talk because that that's his power as he talks to the dead, and he was trying 
to talk to his dad, but he couldn't. And he it made you believe that it's because he was high or drunk or whatever. But then later on, he's talking to another dead guy and he's still fucking high. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's different. Yeah, that's different. Also, that that's another thing. Okay, so in the like second page or first page, fourth panel of the comic, you realize that dad's an alien. That an alien entity that possessed the Hargreaves dude. And in the series, they don't talk about that at all. Is that the thing you said you don't find out till like, way later? Yeah, the last episode. But that you don't really, like, you see a bunch of, you see them, like, on the, on in Smallville, basically, and a bunch of rockets going. So you don't know what's going on. Like, okay. you know? Pog- so it could Pogo be them cool. leaving the planet, but he just looks like himself. So he's not like, it's not clear whether he's an alien entity uh, possessing a guy and then he just leaves the body and the guy dies. You know what I mean? Okay. Because yeah. it's technically the dude's been dead the whole time the entity has been inside him. Yeah, and Pogo was cool. I like that. Yeah. Well, like that's the where they spent money. the money on the effects. Yeah. Because the. I, I, I liked all the effects, though. Effects, well, I didn't uh, like the, the monkey suit effect. Oh, right. I do. Like remember. when they hug him, like he, like, I, it's. I'm sure he probably squeaked like a squeaky toy. <laughs> That's funny. You know. Like, yeah, I mean, I hear, I can hear that. Like, and it, I, I won't, I won't say that. There's no point that it really, um, like, took me out the show. But I do like get where it's like, okay, like that's not. If he was like he. He looks, I guess, the closest to what he's supposed to look like. Right. But that's not saying much because nobody really looks like what they're supposed to look like. Except for the kid. Which kid? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Five. He was yeah, the no, best he, part about it. Oh, yeah, I agree. He was a, he was pretty amazing. And it's weird because, like, that kid has, like, one of those, like, rubber face kind of things going on where sometimes he just, like, turns into, like, a comic book character. Yeah. And so that was really cool. And, and of course, the kid is a, a great actor, too. Like, it. Is that is he actually a kid or is he just like a a person that looks young but is like twenty? Oh, in in real life, yeah. Oh, I think he's an actual kid. That's amazing, man. That that guy has a future ahead of him if he's like actually like a, a like a teenager. If that fool's like fourteen, fifteen, that kid, like I want to see him do something else because he he was acting his ass off. And you're right, like he kind of he kind of carried the show in a lot of ways. Like the other people were good because I don't I don't feel like anybody was like was bad. It was just that he was just so much better. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe it has to do with the lines that he has too. He's 15. Wow. That's amazing. Man, but he's short. I hope he grows. We know how we know how it goes with these kids too like they grow but they end up looking weird. Like they still have their little kid face and then their adult <laughs> face tries to grow around it. I don't know what that means, but it's you not- know what it means. Just look at Haley Joel Osment. Like, oh, I do know what you mean. Every he yeah. still has at the center is still the kid face and then all around it is the adult face trying to break through. That's hilarious. Poor Haley Joel. <laughs> yeah, and he's all they should remake the too. Sixth Sense with him now. It's a lot creepier. <laughs> he's all fat too, so it looks like the little kid's face is being squished. Damn, Oz went for the jugular on that one. Yeah, yeah, look, if you could find it, it wasn't. It wasn't that he says that he had like had gained some weight. It was the the like disdain when he said the word fat. Like the way you said it was like you really are disgusted by him. I've been playing Kingdom Hearts three, and it's pissing me off. <laughs> Are you playing it on Xbox or on PlayStation? Xbox. Ah, what a douche. What? What's wrong with what's the difference? It like well, whatever. I mean, it's still boring as fuck. <laughs> I think I'd um, rather watch another episode of Umbrella Academy than get back in that game. So yeah, the 
the power sets they did for the white violin were lame. Like they, there, it's just telekinesis, basically. What was it before? Before, it she emits sound waves from her violin. But she was doing that too, right? Well, as well, but they're like. <laughs> she clearly could do them without it. So in the last episode, they're like, the violin is her conduit. Take it from her, you know? And then, like, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, the whole, yeah, they established that-, that it wasn't the violin, and then all of a sudden it is. No, no, no. It's They're saying that it's, they literally say it's her lightning rod, so it focuses yeah. the power. Yeah. But which it, is what it does. Yeah. Nah, yeah. See, and even the way they did it, like, in the comic, she does, like, one note will split a man in half and the whole symphony will destroy the world. Mm-hmm. And here, she's just doing all sorts of crazy shit, like picking people up and throwing them. And, uh, it yeah. just it just seemed like a simplistic way to do her power without having to get creative based on what the source material was. You know what I mean? That that I, I can agree with, where they could have definitely been more creative. Obviously, it's going to cost more money, but, you know, nobody told you to make an Umbrella Academy TV show, right? So... You know, you, you don't mess around and be like, oh, well, of course they don't have the budget for that. It's like, well, if you don't have the budget for it, then maybe we think about whether we make it or not or figure out a creative way. Because that's, that's the thing, too, where we've all watched television shows that have found creative ways to kind of get around doing the the high visual effects or the costly visual effect type stuff. And, you know, I mean, definitely some people do it better than others. But, you know, it would be nice if they would have tried at least. Uh, I will say, though, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed the show a lot but at the same time i do know that or at least i from what i can remember because i haven't i haven't read the book in such a long time and i've been trying to get back to read it again because i'm like i want to make a compare and contrast but i haven't been able to do it yet and um it's just like i enjoyed watching it if i read the book again now i might enjoy it less but i don't think i would stop enjoying it i don't think that especially you know at this point, I maybe I've given up the ghost a little bit, where it's like, you know, come to the terms of the fact that comic book uh, versions and multimedia versions of things aren't going to be the same, you know? It's just like, one, once Marvel deviated, that was my last hope. I think yeah. I think um, Amber summed, summed it up best, because she read the book and watched the show with me, and she said... The book was had a, a weak story, but amazing art. And the show has stripped down the story and made it weaker. And there's no art. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, yeah, that, that kind of goes to what I said last week, where everything that made it interesting was just dulled down, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it, it just it just looks like a, a, a crappy TV show that, that somehow is kind of kind of entertaining. Um, there's, yeah, there's a lot of things too, like, uh, well, like the ape guy and the time traveling kid, like they're actually twin brothers in the comic. Oh, I didn't even remember that. Yeah. So that's another thing they didn't touch on here. But, but do they, they're like, they're fraternal, not, not identical? Yeah, not identical. I mean, but, but when you say they're twin brothers, like they literally came from the same person? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I didn't remember that at all. And yeah, I guess they did made that not the case here, huh? Yeah, no, they did. Yeah, they made it not the case. Did, did they ever fight any supervillains? Well, that's. The, oh, well, you didn't watch the rest of the season. But yeah, it, so the white violin, she's a girl with no powers, and then she gets made to have powers. Well, I mean, b- besides by, her, though. Hold on. She's made to have powers by their villain, the conductor. So, and in the show, they don't touch on that at all. They fight the Eiffel Tower in the comics. 
they have a full on like kaiju fight with the Eiffel Tower, and then they don't show that here either. The little girl wants to hear about it, but she doesn't yeah, well, get to hear about it. They start off saying there was like forty something of them, and yeah. he only got seven. Right. So I thought, okay, so the 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 show's gonna be them taking on all these other guys, and no, and then when you find out that they've been dying throughout the years up to the point up to the present day. I thought, okay, well, they, they've been dying, fighting these villains, and we're going to see some awesome stuff, and no. No, that. and that's the thing. It's um In the comic, like, they show them having a lot of fights and stuff, but they do it in, like, a flashback thing, you know? Because it's kind of like the Watchmen, in a sense, where you see them after their glory days, mm-hmm. and you're dealing with them as people. They do a little bit of that in the show, too, though. A little bit, but they not they don't show them, like, fighting actual villains. Like, they stop a bank robbery, you know? And then they don't show the fucking the kid's power ben like they don't even show it like i want to see it i want to see cthulhu coming out of his skin like yeah I, that's that's what i thought happened but he just goes in the room and you see some shadows and that that yeah of, that pissed me off too you see something you think something interesting is about to happen and then it doesn't and that was that that <laughs> scene was a perfect example of that that would have been an amazing thing to watch and you get nothing i mean but i mean i'm pretty sure that's budget why is that my fault it's not that it's your fault it's they allude to it like you i mean that's they do it when they not, do it like but, because they can't afford to do it the way you may want to right well you saying budget it may be a reason why that's that way it's not a good excuse it doesn't make it oh i'm not gonna forgive it because they had a crappy budget they had a crappy budget they couldn't work with and that's that's on them well i mean it's one of those things where they're like well let's let we will give you this amount of money to make it and we'll see how it does and then it, if it's successful then they'll increase the budget and then you get to see what you want to see i think uh space boy monkey man still gonna be deflatable um <laughs> in chat i put the picture of what they're supposed to look like yeah and i in the comic they look a lot better like even like the kraken how he looks in the show, or Diego, for those of you who watch the show. Like, his costume just doesn't look as cool <laughs> as it does in the comics. And it's not even, I don't see it being a budget thing. It's like, it's just a design. Uh, oh, that's definitely one of those things where they're like, yeah, they're like, that's not going to fly <clears throat> in, in, in real life. But it could. Does Space Monkey actually look like that at any point? Or is he still wearing that same giant trench coat thing? He he doesn't wear any giant trench coat in the comics. He's right, like that's that what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. In, in the in the show, do you ever see what I'm seeing in the image you posted, or is he always wearing something huge? Um, you see it, but you don't. It doesn't look like that. Like he doesn't have those things keeping him alive, like the yeah, belt. He, and he the, takes uh, off. He takes off his his clothes so that you can see like that. He has a monkey, and like top. even alluding to like alluding to things. That we saw in the comics, like you talked about that earlier, Larry, like how that's how they do it instead of showing yeah. it to you. Like yeah. they literally alluded to how he got his monkey body without saying how he got his monkey body. Right. Like in the comics, he was on a mission from Mar- in Mars fighting Martian gorillas and he basically got terminally injured and they grafted his head to a Martian gorilla. So it's like because of that, he doesn't really need like a spacesuit. He just needs the helmet for his head to handle the pressure, not his body. But then when they see him in the moon, he's, he's in a full on suit. Like, because they don't want to show the monkey body. See, that's an awesome story. Why can't they show that story? Why couldn't they just say it? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like that's the thing. It's like they don't all the cool shit they just alluded to and told you about. 
but not show it to you. And then that one, they could literally just tell it to you, just like I told it to you, and still have an awesome like feeling about what you just saw or heard. And they didn't. Maybe, you're gonna say that's budget, Larry? It's budget. Do did I really need no. a, a, a four minute dance sequence? No, no, no. You don't. You don't need that. You're right. Yeah. It's, it's stuff like that. I don't know. I might watch the rest of the episodes, but I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, if you watch Supergirl, you could watch this. Oh, by far. Look, I'm watching it's Gotham. Now, see, listen. You want Gotham's listen. more entertaining right now. No, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. They have the same fan base, Gotham and Umbrella Academy. H- how? I don't know. Like, it's just people like... <laughs> Because I, I deal with, you know, I look at a lot of uh, of content that people make revolving these pop culture things. And the same people loving, like, there's literally profiles dedicated to show Umbrella Academy love and Gotham love together. Like, posting pictures and photo edits and memes about both of them. Like, their, their dual accounts, instead of just being an Umbrella Academy account or a Gotham account, it's a Gotham and Umbrella Academy account. That's wild. Yeah, so it my, just resonates with the same people. My show involving a group of misfits of choice is going to be Doom Patrol. That fucking show is amazing. I watched episode two. Uh, I liked it. Uh, <laughs> it, it like, you know, it's interesting because uh, I know Mo earlier in the week we were talking about it, and you said that, or you, you, we were texting about it, and you're like the. First two minutes uh, of Cyborg on Doom Patrol was better than all of Cyborg and Justice League. And I agree with you. You have the to, because only- he has Wi-Fi in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, he doesn't have Wi-Fi in, in, uh, You're right. in Justice in, League. Right. The only thing I don't like is I don't like his look. Yeah, I, I like, mean, I like the, the that, way the, the character. I like the that's the budget, actor. Larry. That's budget. No, it's not budget. It, it it's a design choice because all they have to do is give him like a different outfit. It doesn't have to like. It's not, there's nothing wrong with him wearing like a tracksuit, but I don't know. I just don't feel like, especially like the way that this particular version of Cyborg acts. It doesn't. It just feels like he shouldn't be wearing that. Like I feel like he has that on because somebody on the production team feels like that's what people in Detroit wear. You know, and that could be the case. I don't know because I, I don't live in Detroit, and I definitely don't hang out with you know young people in Detroit because I don't live there. And even if I did, I probably wouldn't. I don't know what I don't know what they wear. But if that's what they're wearing, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me for the character. I feel like he would be wearing something like I don't know, like. It seems as though he wants to be taken seriously, and that outfit doesn't feel like the outfit you wear when you want to be taken seriously. You know what I mean? And so, and then I want I want him to shave that mustache. Like it does nothing. Like that mustache needs to go. <laughs> no, really, it's like it bothers me. It bothers me. I'm like I don't like I'm like if this kid doesn't shave that mustache, it's like it's a nothing mustache, and it's like I even. Like, I think if I knew him in real life, I would tell him to shave that mustache, too. But it bothers me, especially for Cyborg, because there's no version of Cyborg that has that mustache. And I'm just like, this little know-nothing mustache, like, get it out of here. <laughs> Sh- shave that mustache. <laughs> Weak-ass mustache. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's a mustache. It's a mustache. I think that's just his upper lip. What, you going to say? Dark. It's dirt? It's no, not da- dirt. dark. I'm looking dark? at... I'm looking at like his skin looking, tone? Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of the guy where... It's, it's a Mustache, right? Please let it be a mustache. Oh my god, it was not a mustache. Post a picture. Yeah, if it's not a mustache, I'm not apologizing, but I feel bad for him. I guess, I guess maybe it. 
I was looking at some pictures of him, and it looked like it's just a little darker tone around his lip, and maybe the mustache is covering that up. But no, I think no, there might just be like two hairs there. It, that's what I'm saying. It's like a ridiculous mustache. It's like a friggin' like nothing. Mu- oh, look at that. See, now don't. That's not him from the show. You need to go to the show. Right. No, but I'm saying the 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 nothing mustache was to cover. This is one of the images that I saw. And I guess before I blew it up, I thought, well, I mean, he's just no, this a little is him there. growing that mustache. But yeah, that's Bird, that's actually hair. Burr in chat says that's a mustache, a fucking weak ass mustache, but a mustache. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's a terrible ass thing. Like that guy. Like, and the messed up part is he's doing his job. Like he's acting well, and it's an interesting like take on the character. It's not. It's not quite like anything any version of Cyborg we've seen before, but it still kind of rings true. And so I'm like, I want to enjoy it, but I don't like between what he's wearing and that mustache. I'm like, come on, man! Like every time I look at you, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's like that. Like that. Uh, five o'clock shadow that that some some dudes have to look rugged, but it's just in the mustache area. Everything else is shaved clean. It, that, look, it's terrible. Like he, he has to shave it. I don't know who told him that that works for him, but they're wrong. All of them. Well, I don't care how many people it is. He's working. He's working for for DC. So you figure they probably just you know do that in post. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Oz, that was really good. I'm sorry. Oh man, it's not that your jokes aren't usually funny because they are. However, that was classic. I love it. Well, I, love I, it. I literally typed in cyborg mustache. And it's uh-huh. all, it's all Henry Cavill's mustache. That's hilarious. Man, you they need to even... put Henry Cavill's mustache on that cyborg, or just his mouth. That makes it better. His CGI mouth? No, no, I don't want the CGI mouth on cyborg the... and keep it white. It's a crazy white man mouth, weird white man mouth on. Cy- oh no, I yeah, don't want to see that at all. Like that picture uh, of Bo get, that I put a post around. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't understand it because I'm one. I'm like that kid. He's coming up. He's he's acting. He gets to be a superhero. He doesn't look in the mirror and think I should not have this mustache. Like I don't. You know what I mean? Like don't. Okay. Do, but you know when you're like a certain age, like you just think it looks cool. You know what I mean? Oh jeez. Yeah. I mean, hey, I look. We live in an era where, where kids think a lot of things look cool. So, or maybe I'm just an old man. Either way, I'll take whatever it is. All I know is I don't like. That's what I know. It's like it's not cool to me, and I'm like, man, like you are losing. Like, no, no version of the character has a mustache. And here's the messed up part: if a version of the character had a mustache, it wouldn't be that one. That's what. That's the big part of it. Where I'm just like, come on, man, Cyborg would not have a weak ass. Like, at least put some like oils and juices and berries on it so it grows in full. Oh, he's got. You know what I mean? He's got a goatee too. I didn't even realize that. What do you mean he has a goatee too? Like he's got some hair on the bottom on the bottom of his chin too. Wait, in in the DC in the Doom Patrol? Uh I'm looking at a at a poster. But oh, I was Doom seeing, Patrol? Yeah. Yeah, I just posted that. No way. Look, you have to you have to click on it to blow it up, but you can Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, he does. And that's a weak ass beard too. Oh, he's losing <laughs> with the facial hair. This guy, look. All he has to do, like, I, you know what? He can keep the tracksuit. Just shave. Yeah, the tracksuit's not <laughs> so bad it. now, if he, huh? <laughs> if he can, he can keep the tracksuit, just shave the facial hair. Please, God in heaven. Oh, my God. He, needs some, he needs some devil's tears for that mustache. I, I love that. <laughs> I love that I could tell when Lawrence saw the picture because you just hear, ah. <laughs> 
terrible. It's so terrible. And you know, listen, I don't know this man's story. Maybe, maybe this is the first facial hair he's ever grown. And he's like, I, I got to keep it. Maybe it's in his contract. I don't know. But he's not helping his character. It, someone should let him know if he shaves it, it'll grow in thicker. Yeah, I... I can't find a picture of him without it. So, yeah, he came in and he never shaved it. Now, dude, I'm telling you, it, it it bothered me all through episode two. So he needs to shave it so he could get more of it. Dude, because it's weak. <laughs> it's like Cyborg has low testosterone. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, his body's all jacked up. Oh, that's so you're saying he, he only has, like, one cybernetic nut or something? Well, he needs a cybernetic prostate. He might not have any nuts. He very well may not. Isn't that a joke they make in that? show yeah but to robot man not cyborg man Cyborg Man. (laughs) (laughs) well cyborg boy yeah Yeah, this this show's still good though two dicks narration is awesome yeah yeah i can see why he has two dicks i love what they did (laughs) that's so lame i love it (laughs) i love what they did with the donkey that was really fun that's the title of this episode Birds in chat says Cyborg would have a cybernetic mustache. And, and uh, oh, is a cybernetic mustache that's photoshopped. And he says his mustache is not that full. That tracksuit is f- fucking awful. He looks like a loser. Otaku in an anime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that is what it is. Where, like, the character isn't a loser. Even though the character definitely isn't getting the respect he deserves. And I don't know, maybe they're trying to make him look awkward. Maybe, like, there'll be a reveal in, in the upcoming episodes where he like starts to dress better and shaves and they were like oh wow cyborg is like coming to his own and if that's what they're trying to do god bless him because they're succeeding because i'm like oh i hate it like i'm just like i can't look at him but i like when i like what i hear him saying and how he acts works for me but the look is terrible i'm just like oh please stop wearing that outfit and then he changes from that tracksuit in, oh, no, no, it's not he changes. He has a, a scene in the past where he's wearing, like, dickies and then, like, a different kind of track jacket. And I'm just like, oh, my God, man. Like, th- like listen, you know your fashion sense is bad when it looks bad to me. Because <laughs> I'm not a fashion, I'm not a fashion, a fashion guru, a fashionista. I'm not none of that. I, it's, I barely notice clothes. So when I look at your clothes, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? That's how you know. It's like, yeah, like you're doing something really wrong. So Cyborg is doing his his fashion sense is all messed up in this show. But the show is good. I can't I can't deny that. It it makes me want to read Doom Patrol comics, but I don't think I'm going to enjoy them. Read the Grant Morrison stuff. That that you're you're right. I'll probably enjoy those. Like even if you don't, but you're already going in with the hit or miss like mentality. You know what I mean? Right. That's true. That's true. There'll be there'll at least be some interesting ideas, if nothing else. We didn't pre-produce to talk about Doom Patrol. No, but I figured we would because it's a fucking good show. And uh, what I, Lawrence, had you seen the first one last week? I don't remember. First Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched both of them. Oh well, then. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like the first episode, like I was like, man, like I like this. I was, I, I'm, I'm really interested. How, how do you all feel about the the weekly episode model versus the binge model? I hate it. Yeah, I prefer the binge, but I understand why they're doing it. You know, right? Yeah, they're trying to make that subscription. Yeah, because Hulu does it too for certain things, but I thought Hulu did it just because. 
you know, they're trying to model network TV, you know what I mean? Right. Instead right. of, like, on demand. Right. Heck ask, why is Cyborg on Doom Patrol? Is Beast Boy in? Beast Boy is not in. Uh, I, I'm thinking they decided to go with Cyborg instead of Beast Boy because, one, Beast Boy was already on the Titans show, and two, I think that they feel like Cyborg probably has a little bit more uh, name recognition, and they might want that for for the show. Well, Beast Boy awesome. was in Doom Patrol <laughs> for a minute, for an episode yeah. in Titans, and it was him leaving. And he wasn't doing Beast Boy things yet, either. Like He could change, he was, but he didn't. In the comics, too, he was in it. Yeah, do, like Beast Boy is a member of Doom Patrol in the comics. Um, one thing that I think helps, when again, when you're trying to get creative to do things that you know production wants you to do, the way they introduce Cyborg to knowing the professor and, and all that, it kind of resonates too because it's kind of how all these guys met the professor. You know, like he had his accident and, and he kind of helped them. Mm-hmm. Help the dad make the robot body a little bit, you know, and, and then he tried to recruit him early on mm-hmm. and it didn't work out, you know? Yeah, that feels very organic and natural. Except for the fact that that's the same professor that helped with that cyborg suit also did Robot Man. Ah. <laughs> well, but didn't didn't they say, wasn't there a reason why Cyborg has a... Uh, yeah, because like his, his dad was at Star Labs, where the robot man was like put together with spare parts. Yeah. And like he didn't know how to weld, so he was watching YouTube to like... <laughs> yeah. How to's. Yeah. How to's. <laughs> yeah, man. No, ro- ro- Robot Man, I'm telling you, man, Brendan Fraser is doing his thing with that character. Dude, it, it doesn't, like, he looks terrible, <laughs> and it doesn't matter because the he, he's performing through that terribleness. He is. Look, like, Bre- he is, Brendan, Fraser, Brendan Fraser out of that robot suit didn't look so hot either. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I it's good to, stuff. Like they have a good cast. I need to the buy cream? more of this scotch. It's making me funny. <laughs> what, what What are you sipping on? The Sexton single malt Irish whiskey. Oh, Sexton. Oh, yeah. that's the place. I I don't know. It's a, it's a whiskey in a funny looking bottle. I thought, hey, this is cool. I'll post that's a why it makes you that. so funny. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. just gonna let make me have a ton of sex. Guess I read that <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Hex says so. Cyborg is the Doom Patrol token black. <laughs> Yes, yes, he is. Mm, I, I think one of way, I think one of Crazy Jane's personalities is a black man. <laughs> but but it doesn't feel that way with Cyborg in it though. No, I I agree. Like he doesn't come across as the token. But you know, I mean, he's definitely. Uh, I'm sure somebody had a conversation about diversity, and like you know, that's why they went with Cyborg versus like you know a white hero. I think a lot of people are trying to make Cyborg a thing. Yeah, well, Jeff, look, Jeff Johns in particular, dude, working so hard, it, and it's kind of it's kind of so- bugging me a little bit. Like, it, I would have accepted it if he was in Titans. Yeah, he belongs in Titans. But in Doom Patrol, it bugged me a little bit. I mean, I, I like I like the guy coming in, and he's the experienced superhero kind of taking charge. That, I mean, that was cool. I, you know, I can't deny that. But I'd rather have seen him in Titans. Listen, I, I really wish Jeff Johns felt this way about Black Lightning. I feel like that would have been a more natural fit in a lot of ways. Like, I, I like... I feel like Black Lightning makes a little bit more sense in the Justice League than Cyborg did. But Black Lightning or Mr. already Terrific. has a, yeah, Black Mr. Lightning Mr. already has Terrific a TV show. Great, yeah. Say what? 
Black Lightning already has a TV show. Well, so? but dude, I mean, <laughs> the, like Cyborg technically has more TV shows than Black Lightning did. But not currently running. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It depends on how you want to look at it, right? Because, like, technically he's in a movie. Mm, that's all canceled. And, huh? That's all canceled. That's done. <laughs> that, that ain't going to happen. All right, well, okay. Hey, I'm just saying, it, like, Black Lightning has a TV show, but Cyborg was in a movie. He's in this TV show. He was in a cartoon. He was in a cartoon before that. It's kind of like Cy- Cyborg gets his fair, like, he's gotten his shot. <laughs> I wish Jeff Charles felt that way about Steel. Uh, I don't know, man. Two Iron like, Manny. It's gonna always, it's gonna be compared to Iron Man way too much to do Steel now. And also too, like Steel was Steel's never been like great outside the Superman mythos. You know what I'm saying? Like I know that he's he's definitely become into his own to a degree, but it's like when you start separating Steel from Superman, like I don't know. I don't feel like he stands on his own well. I, and that might be a personal bias, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't it doesn't work for me. Yeah, I, I think it's more. I think it's more the Iron Man thing. Oh, well, Iron Man. Well, now you got Steel Man. Well, he's not Steel Man, but no, shut up, it's Steel Man. Oh, look now, now a young black girl takes takes on the outfit like Ironheart. Okay, <laughs> but that she came before Ironheart. Yeah, yeah people don't know that. Yeah. Oh, in fact, if they did a Steel thing now, I guarantee people are gonna say, "Oh, you're just ripping off Iron Man." Because, like Mo said, people I mean, don't know. Like, how many people know that Shaq was Steel? I feel like a fair amount of people still know that, right? But they they still, like, they probably wouldn't even know that there's that correlation with it. With Sha- Shaquille O'Neal or with Iron that, Man or with uh, Superman? No, like, the the whole thing that that's, it's not the same Steel. It's like that Catwoman almost. What do you mean? The, you know, it's like the, the it's steel a movie that... version of it and it doesn't really like, it's not really like the comic, but yeah, they he, shared the same name, you know? He's pointing out how like the Shaquille O'Neal steel didn't have a Superman symbol for the reason, you know, like the comic book version did. Oh, got you, got you. You know, the, the, but, the reason but... the dude becomes steel is to honor Superman and that right. was completely wiped away. Just like the, the Catwoman was like some chick that a cat licked her brain. And that gave her powers, I guess. Oh, listen, I don't know what you're talking about. The Catwoman movie, the Halle Berry thing. Oh, no, no, She falls in a a garbage pile and a cat licks her brain, right? No, 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 hey, hey. And then looks at her and... Listen, what I won't let you do on Fantastic Forum is start quoting Halle Berry's Catwoman like it's canon. Don't say that. Don't no, no, that. That, no that, that's the no, whole point. Mo's pointing like, out that it's not canon. That, it's, like, it's you totally can't look different. at that and see like, oh, that's the chick that's getting married recently to Batman, you know? Right, I point out it's not canon. Oh, okay. That's like, our, you okay. Can't, like, people can't even consider it like, you know, when we had all this talk about female superhero movies, nobody brought up Catwoman, you know? I don't, I don't, well, but, but Catwoman's not a superhero. No, but... She well, was in that movie. She had superpowers. All right. All right. <laughs> what? What? Look, look, this is a debate that's been brewing for 10 years. All right. What? The what? whole me thinking people, like, I don't think Batman's a superhero. Come on, man. What, like, are we really making that comparison? Like, Batman no, that, is not a... Hey, look, again, I, I'm saying we're not going to have this fight again. Like, this ain't free, no, free not, for all I'm Friday. Not, like, I'm not talking about powers. I'm talking about she does villain stuff. She's like, at, at 
best. She's maybe an anti-hero, but not even for so much. She's she's more in the vein of like a Harley Quinn, right? I'm not talking about powers. I'm just saying she's not yeah. a superhero because she does bad stuff. Yeah, I that's get what it. I'm saying. All right, like not, she's not even like the Punisher, where the Punisher is like, oh yeah, his methods aren't right, but his you know the Punisher's motives are always in the right place. Like his his you know he he his heart quote unquote is in the right place. It's just how he chooses to execute. I you know no pun intended. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but 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 Catwoman is selfish in what she's trying to do like 75% of the time. Now, lately, they've definitely made her, you know, more of a heroine. But, you know, but it's like, dude, like, trust me, like, you know as well as I do, five years from now, she'll probably be a full villain again. That's starting to bug me, too. I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of comic books, DC specifically, where they're trying to redeem villains. Yeah. I mean, Harley Quinn, I kind of understood because she's she's a popular character. Catwoman always switches back and forth, but then they started doing Clayface and... It's I don't know, so, man. But see, here's the thing: that's always been Clayface, though. And, and I think that what they're doing with Clayface lately has been really good because it makes sense based on what the character's been about. But I think you're right. Like I do feel like there's other villains that they've been trying to like, you know, kind of, kind of play, like you know, play the fence with. And that's not that's I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of that, especially when it's like if you introduce them as a full-on villain, like you can do a redemption story arc, but. You know, you just got to do it right. I think I think Marvel does it better than DC. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> maybe maybe that that's the thing. I mean, I, I kind of maybe I, I agree with you because my favorite villain redemption of all time is Superior Spider-Man. I talk about that all the time. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like Superior Spider-Man is a villain redemption done right because this fool always feels like he's straddling the fence. Like even when he slides back to be su- Superior Octopus, he still like yeah. Yeah, it's, that's an amazing book. Yeah, no, it's, it's really good. And it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, like the, the draw of the book is almost like the tension of like, okay, so when is he going to fall off the wagon, you know? And it's like, you know, you get you put, get put in these situations where it's like, like, it looks like he's about to go back and it's like, oh, he, he turned back at the last minute. That's cool stuff. And especially like, you know, and they do it with just other characters. I mean, you look, Magneto and Juggernaut, like those are two characters where it's like the, the idea that you could be like Juggernaut was legit legitimately an x-man for a a short amount of time is an amazing story and it wasn't for long but it shouldn't have been for long because he's the juggernaut (laughs) you know bitch (laughs) yeah so you know but anyway (sighs) we should talk about some comic books you want to talk about high level mode yeah let me me put this hold down down oh look and i guess we should do some uh reviews music huh which make that happen Review. Uh, like review. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. High level. This is the summary, official summary. Hundreds of years after the world ended and human society was rebuilt from scratch, a self-interested smuggler is forced to traverse a new continent of danger and mystery to deliver a child messiah. To high level, a mythical city at the top of the world from which no one has ever returned. Don't miss the start of a new series written by Rob Sheridan, co-creator of Nine Inch Nails' groundbreaking Year Zero alternate reality game. So that's the little synopsis they give you. Um, This is like a a marketing tool? For what? 
Oh, oh, no, the game's in the book. No, the game happened a long time ago when the album came out. Got it, okay. It's the same writer of the game that's writing this book. Oh, gotcha, okay. Yeah, they just, that's just his credit. <laughs> I miss. I misheard, I misheard. Yeah, look, you're sounding as dumb as me, man. That's not good. Hey, look, I don't know what to tell you. You're supposed to tell me I'm not dumb. Oh, you're not dumb, Mo. Thank you. You smart like me. um but yeah so this is a a vertigo book dc vertigo and uh it it finally feels like one i've been reading vertigo books for a while none of them feel like vertigo books this one feels like a fantasy it opens with a page that looks like lord of the rings and i'm like man this is what this is and then they show you the story of the main character and it's like mad max so they show you the mythical city that may or may not exist in the beginning. And I didn't even think about it till right now because the story I'm involved with, with the main character, I forget her name. Let me see here. She um, basically it just, it just sucked me in that I didn't notice. I didn't like everybody's debating whether this city is real or not. And uh, they show you it's real. <laughs> the character's name is... 13 and she's a smuggler she does these missions and she lives on this little outskirt area that where the government and the police and the military can't get you but you know they at the end of the book they hire her to take this child messiah to high level you get to see a lot of what she does in this one issue like in terms of, of dealing with the smuggling and all that and the illicit gains and all that they even show you a little bit of what the world is like. It kind of reminds me of Fallout because they have like a cult of people that deny the flesh and become like mechanical people or cyborgs, you know? So they have like cybernetic augmentations, and but they're all like back alley jobs. So they look all fucked up. I thought that was cool. Are they like cybernetic like monks? Or are they like just people that are like, oh, I just don't want to like deal with having actual like an actual body. They they're not like monks. They're more like we're gonna convert people <laughs> to not need sins of the flesh. Yeah, and they kidnap you and and, and force you to get augmented. Oh, schmack! So they're and, like uh, like cybernetic Jesuits. Yeah, they're like. It's like the Brotherhood of Steel in Fallout. Got it. You know? Got it. The design, especially for, like, their main, like, high priest guy. It's like he gave himself, like, five eyes, cybernetic ears, and he's got, like, a, a scroll saw for one arm and then, like, a lobster claw thing for the feet and legs. Gave himself four legs. And then everybody, like, you see the people in the audience, and it's like, this guy has a full beard, but then, like, his back hair from his neck is all mechanical. And another guy just has like a mechanical nose. Wow! So it's like that's like you know it's I guess it's what they call world building, where it's like they show you what it's like, and it kind of makes you want to see more of that. But you're just following this one person, so you may or may not get to see more of it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Thirteen gets captured by them, and they try to impose their views on her. And who was thirteen? The main character. Oh, gotcha. They had to throw in the token Me Too moment where she's getting, like, politely talked to at a bar, but then she beats up the guy. Wait, wait, wait why would she beat up the guy if she was being spoken to politely? He says, uh, <laughs> the guy says, hey, what's your name, baby? And then she says, my name is 13. I'm not your baby, and you're way too close to me. Then he says, hey, lighten up. I'm just making conversation. How about a smile? 
And then she cracks a bottle over his head. Yeah, that's not polite. On on both sides, she should not yeah. crack over his head. But but he was he was definitely being impertinent. I think I, this know. is an error in between the artist and art and writer because they don't mm-hmm. show him touching her. But a- after he gets the bottle cracked over his head, the bartender says, "You must be new here. Nobody touches 13. So mm. they don't show you him touching her got it but you he was supposed to touch he was supposed to and the guy didn't draw it right so got it that took me out of it for a few minutes but it's still enjoyable the art itself is actually really good and it has a a weird like pastel-y color palette you see a lot of those blue uh like you know when the sun sets and it looks like purple almost sometimes a little pink Mm-hmm. Like it has that as a, as the main like color palette, so everything kind of goes with it. And I like that a lot. And yeah, then, you know when they show the place where people go before they get to higher level, I guess because what they do is uh they get to go and they get they have to work for that society and then they ascend to high level. So, but nobody ever knows anybody that actually went to high level. So they're like, well, you may or may not get to go anyway, but you're doing all this work. Like, what's the fucking point? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they show you a little bit of that, and then that color palette is a lot more cool, a lot colder, more metallic. Kind of mix in between the two as the story progresses. But yeah, and then she gets basically she gets sent on this mission to take this kid that people either want to use as a weapon or to for peace on each side. So she's got to deliver it, but you don't really get a sense on which side the guy that's taking her to or. That has that hires her to take the little girl to to a high level. Like what side he's on about it, you know? Like you would think he's on the side for peace, but there's no like overt, you know, details about it. So we'll see how that goes. Word, word. I, well, I'll tell you this. I definitely uh, I'm you bought it, right? It. I did. Yeah. Like I bought it. Just like just the cover kind of like spoke to me a little bit, and so I was like, well. Let me go ahead and just pick this up and see what it's about because it's issue one, but I haven't read it yet. But based on what you just said, I'm like, man, like, it sounds like it was a good purchase. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and, I, uh, I trust my judgment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I should mention that 13 has a triangle on her forehead. Oh, okay. That's that's different. What's the triangle do? I right. have no idea. <laughs> All I know is I remember I was telling you guys that I see triangles everywhere. Oh, you did say that. You did <laughs> so, say that. And it, it, when I saw the, the actual font for the cover, for the title, all I saw was a triangle. But when you look at it, it's actually like a rectangle. But I saw a triangle. So when you mentioned the cover, I went back to look at it. And I, <clears throat> I know I saw a triangle here, but but I didn't. But yeah. And there's triangles throughout the, the art, too. So it it's an enjoyable read. I definitely want to read more of it. Uh, yeah. I guess I give it five abducted children messiahs out of five like is this an ongoing thing you think or is it gonna be like a limited like you know like it does you, do you feel as though they have like a, a finite number of issues in mind or do you think i think so ongoing? i think i think this guy rob sheridan i feel he uh let's see here i feel that you know he's known for the the nine inch nails thing and he probably has some other writing credits i don't know what they are but he probably met molly mayhan at some convention and pitched the idea and it's like it's probably something he wrote fucking 10 years ago or something you know mm-hmm. and then she probably said well if you could get an artist we can work something out and we'll get we'll get it up and running so i'm, I'm sure it's probably it has a, a beginning and an end it was probably his old screenplay you know 
Um, it kind of reminds me of this movie with Vin Diesel back in the day that it was supposed to be like a four-hour movie, and then they brought it down to like two. <laughs> and it's it has it's very similar to this. I don't remember the name because it was a flop. Um, but it was a good movie, and and it does it it like it feels a lot like this. <sighs> I wish somebody would tell me what the name is. Uh, maybe in uh, maybe in chat, somebody recognizes it. Damn it. Don't worry, take your time, Mo. Take your time. Let it, let it come to you. I'm try actually searching it, but I put Vin Diesel movie in. You got oh, it. it's Babylon oh. AD is what it's called. Oh, I feel like I saw that. Let's see what the synopsis is for Babylon AD. Let's see. In the post-apocalyptic wasteland, a battle-hardened mercenary lives by his own code and credo to kill or be killed. His latest assignment is to escort a young woman named Aurora and her guardian, Sister Rebecca, from Kazakhstan to New York, facing danger at each turn. That that synopsis kind of resonates like the other one. But I, again, I enjoyed that movie, so I'm probably going to enjoy this comic too. I like those post-apocalyptic, grounded things. Word. Cool. Well, look, that's good stuff. I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be a miniseries, because, you know, especially on, like, Vertigo or Image, like, if you're gonna make something, you're better off doing a mini series than an ongoing, because sales aren't aren't doing good. You know, like especially for you know if DC has to knock down their titles count to twenty two, like they didn't technically knock it down to twenty two. That was the rumor, yeah. but they did knock it down by like ten or fifteen percent. So it's like yeah, it's less than fifty two. Yeah, so if they if they gotta get rid of titles, like getting something out like that, you're probably better off pitching a, a, a mini series. Or even a graphic novel, you know? Yeah. 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 So, cool. What's, um, we should talk about, um, damn it. Mr. Miracle? Mr. Miracle. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you for helping me, Oz, because I was on, I was out here. I was like, uh. I love how he helped you, but not me. Dang, Oz. Why do you hate Mexicans? I I was, I was peeing when he was talking. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I realized he needed help. (laughs) Look. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. It feels worse. Like, do you want me to talk to you when my cock's out? Last week he did. This week, maybe not. Do you see how quiet he got? That's a yes. (laughs) I'm still debating. (laughs) He's like, can I weigh my options? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's funny, man. (laughs) Before we talk about Mr. Miracle, I got to give you a uh, Mo deal. Okay. Here comes the money. So I just put it in in chat. Uh, if you go to our Instagram at Fantastic Forum, you click a link. It'll take you to get to read Mister Miracle number one for free on the DC website. So yeah, very nice. I saw yeah. that, and it was pissing me off a little bit. Why? It was the top thing on my Instagram on my phone, and every time I would go to Instagram, I it, it looked like something else was happening. Like it, like my phone just started doing stuff on its own because it's just a, a video of your phone, right? Yeah, it's a screen video of me like clicking the link and yeah. So it it just reading. kept just kept tricking me, like stupid optical illusions. It's weird. Anyway, yeah, Mister Miracle number one. It's written by Tom King. The art by something Gerard. I forget his name. I mean, I'm like, we we can find out his first name real quick, can't we? Oz, find out his first name. Like, something Gerard. He might be Peen. <laughs> Look, Oz, put it away and find out his first name real quick. 
It's like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm like, oh, I, I didn't realize it was written by Tom King. And that by itself makes me like, oh, I would give that book a shot. But, you know, obviously, we want to make sure we give the artist props, too. Because... Mitch Gerard. Mitch Gerard's. It's plural. <laughs> there it is. All the Gerard's. Mitch Gerard's, too. So, yeah, he did the art. And it's cool because he does, it's like, you know, Mr. Miracle is a fourth world character. And, and one of the new gods. And... You know, you kind of have to conjure up a little bit of Kirby when you do those, you know what I mean? And at the beginning of the book, like, it's basically the origin of Mr. Miracle, and that's done in that older style. Then there's, like, the actual story, and that's done in just, like, this crazy style, kind of like a um, Riley Rossmo type art, where it's, like, kind of superimposed, and then... And there's also a surreal element to it. That's a great contrast. Yeah, and a surreal element is the uh, Kirby stuff, but kind of corrupted a little bit. Nice. And that's kind of cool, too. It's kind of like, uh, well, kind of put it as Mr. Miracle being an old TV star from, like, the serial eras, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the t- it's like the TV's fucking up, you know? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and in the middle of in all through it, it's like... Is the threat of dark side, you know? And yeah, eventually, you know, Orion's in it, who's like one of my favorites. So I like that. He beat he beat Mr. Miracle up for no reason. And then because Orion. Yeah. And then as it turns out, Dark Side actually killed the High Father at the end of the book. And that's Mr. Miracle's new call to adventure. Like trying to what? Become the High Father or Avenge the High Father? Well, it's a full-on war going on. Uh, basically, uh, Orion took over the High Father's position. Oh, got you. And so he's in a t- general in, a, in the new army. Yeah, in the new army, yeah. And that's, you know, I'll just put a couple pages in in chat. Yeah, I don't know why I put my pants back on. <laughs> after, I saw, after I saw these uh, these pages. I'm I'm a sucker for that, like, I, obviously, it's a it's an old kind of go to for comic book artists where they either try to emulate the older style or sometimes it's the uh, you know the colorists or whatever that try to make the pages look like older newsprint when they yeah. do origin stuff. But like as many times as I've seen it, I always enjoy it. Like you know because it one like like I just love seeing I guess that that nost- I get nostalgia for that old kind of comic book style even some of it that predates me buying comic books but it's right. cool you know yeah and then and then it it's also like I mean it's effective it's like you I, you you have no question about whether this is taking place in the past or not because they're showing you like literally showing you in a way that you understand like in a language that is immediately clear that this is from before and so that's always a cool thing and just like again the contrast when that happens always great like I, I i don't get enough of it yeah i should mention that it starts off with mr miracle's suicide attempt oh geez okay they, they go hard right from the jump huh well no it starts off with the so i'm gonna see if i can upload these pictures real quick so it starts off with this older uh little tv shot explaining the origin and then out of nowhere, when you switch to another page, you know, a couple pages later, it's the actual, the real opening page, which is going to be in chat right now. And it's just him in the bathroom next to the toilet with his wrist bleeding in his costume. Always a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so it feels like three comics in one because they show you him at the hospital. They show you him after, like in the recovery part. And then his mind is a little fractured from it, too. So you get to deal with that in the third part. 
and then you get the the original like the origin part of it you know like does mr miracle ever have good days like well i guess i feel like he has good days in the past right yeah in the past but never yeah. in the but never in the present it's like no. which is weird because it's like it doesn't matter how far into the the, the future you go his present is always like yeah which is what makes him cool though because otherwise he'd just be like a weird kirby character that nobody can really like do anything new with you know <laughs> I guess so. I just feel bad for him. I know he's not a real person, but I still feel bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look, that's you know, wait till Grant Morrison writes it. Then he's gonna <laughs> uh, he's gonna meet all his writers and talk shit to him. Like, why are you putting me through all this? <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I, I like, like that. Man, like that guy's always having a bad time. I like that they actually make Big Barda big. Yeah. Like there's there's a page like where they're that where they're laying in bed and he's like spooning her, like he's trying to be the big spoon, but he's so much tinier than her. <laughs> I should I should post that in chat because that that's a cool image. He's trying to be the big spoon. That's hilarious. <laughs> I really like the art in it, and the story is good too. So again, it's I hate that it's a first issue because it sucked me in, and I want to read the next one. I think it's another like four four out of five slit wrists. Sheesh. Yeah, she she is definitely much bigger than him. <laughs> like she doesn't even notice that that he's climbing her back. Right. It's she's like she's like a backpack. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's definitely cool art. I'm looking at some other pages. Like, there's one where if you look at that one that I posted, it's kind of shades of blue. But then there's one where he's talking to somebody and that character is like a full blown color, but everything else around him is in is in those shades of blue. Oh, wow. So there's there's definitely some some choices oh. being made. Well, you know what sucks? So I reach I retract my modeal. Oh, what happened? This shit is censored. What do you mean? Like, no no penis? Like, they, uh, that page that Oz put, they show it, but they don't. Like, they show, like, just a panel from it, and then they black out other panels that say Dark Side is. Oh, that's what, that's, like, that's what Oz put in the chat, right? Yeah, but the page, okay, so the page that he put in chat in the preview, they only show, like, one panel from that, and then they show a bunch of other stuff with probably the same dialogue, but, yeah, I don't, yeah, this is a weird preview. Wait, so only, like, I mean, it's a nine, it's a nine panel uh, page. Yeah. And what you're looking at, do you only see eight of those panels, or do you see less? You see, like, four. Really? And the rest yeah. of them say Dark Side is? Yeah. Wow, because the one that Oz put in, only one of those panels says, says Dark Side is right in the middle. Yeah. Let me see if I can get a press copy real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder, like, what which panels are the ones that are censored? Because it's not like there's a lot happening in these panels. Like, Yeah, I guess it looks like she's moaning in it or something. No, she. Oh, well, she's she, not saying anything. She's asleep. Yeah, she's, yeah she's, she's probably snoring. I'm just saying why they would possibly like choose to do that. They're like, we guarantee, we, like we promise, he's not molesting her in her sleep. And she's not liking <laughs> it. Well, I think this page is right after like they they just boned in the page yeah. before, right? Where she had him tied up. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I didn't read the book. Well, I posted that page too. Which, oh, you, you posted a page. Yeah, before I, when they were all tied up. Yeah, you probably have to scroll up a little bit. Oh, he's yeah, tie, he's tied up, that. and the mask is is hiding his dong. Yeah, which kind of goes to what I was saying, where it's all in that shades of blue, the fifty shades of blue page, except for his mask is his full bright color. Oh, see now. 
this one, I would understand why there would be more censorship. Not saying that, that I'm down for it. I'm just saying, like, I would understand because there are things happening in these, in, in these panels, because this is a nine-page or nine-panel uh, page as well, where there are things happening in here where I'm like, okay, I can understand why they'd be like, well, we should censor that out. <laughs> It'd be okay. funny if it said dark side is right in the middle. <laughs> what happened is that, I, okay, I know what happened here. What happened here, Mo? Uh, they... They released a new trade today, so this is an older series, and uh, it's got the one that the one that I read is the director's cut. The one that Oz is reading is the original single issue, but it is still different. So weird. How how long ago did it come out? Like the the first issue came out in 2017. Oh, that's not that long ago. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was a new book, so it's a trade. So I just lied on in chat because I thought it was yeah. a new series. Yeah, yeah. Well, because when I saw that, I'm like, you know, I did remember a series back then, and it's the same series. They just they released the, I guess, the hardcover. Okay, so this is a trade then. Yeah. And no, I thought you were doing like a whole new series. Makes sense. Cause I, I think I Tom King so was too. doing something else that I hated or pissed huh? me off. It makes sense because I think Tom King was also writing something else that I hated or pissed me off or something. But I don't I don't remember what off the top of my head. I just know the name angers me for some reason. It's a good writer. Then why then why am I so angry? I don't know, man. Tapping your inner white man. Nah, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> it's weird because that page in all the press copies I'm looking at right now, that page you posted isn't in it. Oh, really? Exclusive. It's so weird. We got to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. All right, well, it turns oh, out it's know. a 12, uh, 12 issue series. The hardcover came out today. I ineffectively reviewed the hardcover. Wait, he's doing Heroes in Crisis? Yeah. yeah. I like that book. Why would I hate Tom King? Hey, that's what I was literally just asking you. You hated the Marvel book he did. What's the Marvel book? I don't know. He did Vision. I didn't read that. Why would I read that? It was really that? good. That didn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> what What does it? doesn't read good. <laughs> No, it, it really does. You would really enjoy it. No, I don't think I'm not a Vision fan. I don't even like them in in the movies. You don't. You don't have to be a Vision fan. I I don't see it. Okay, that's fair. Maybe I just yeah. don't have the vision. Oh, boo! Should we transition to news? It feels like we should. Yeah, this this review was a bust. <laughs> it sounds like it's really messing with you too. Yeah, I don't like it. Like I'm trying to find out why is that page not in it. Because I, I read the dialogue in it. I read, you know, I looked at it. The art's good. The dialogue's good. Like, I want to, why don't I have it? Like, I literally got that image just by typing in uh, Mr. Miracle Tom King. Well, it might be a later issue then. Okay. But then you said the other one's censored. Like, you get a couple of those panels and then you're missing the other half. Hmm? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll have to buy the hardcover. Maybe I'll find a mo deal when I'm looking for the hardcover. No, I doubt it. We're going to do news? Yeah. <laughs> We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. So they cast Superboy for Titans, and it pissed me off. Why? Because he's a skinny-looking dude from every image of, of him that I've been able to find. Where the the, uh, the last episode of Titans had like uh, after the credits thing where they had Superboy and it was a buff looking dude like that 
that was a grown man. This the guy that they that they've cast is looks like a little kid. Wait, so they showed Superboy like a, it was an actor that you could see playing the character at the end of season one. Yeah, and they cast somebody different at the beginning of season two. Yeah. Well, I, that's that's my assumption because the news just hit today that he's been cast. So it, it had to be like a stunt double or something for for that scene. And you know, and you didn't show his face. Or no, he, like he, his face is always in shadow. Not even like he, he's full on naked walking around because he's escaping from uh, from the lab. Like they they just shadow his face in his dong. But that's a you, that's a buff dude that did that. Like Duke could play Superman the the way the way he looked, and you don't have any uh, faith that that the new guy might be able to to bulk up. <sighs> not that quickly, man. Not, and I I, <laughs> I can't find any pictures of him like now. I guess you know, I type in his his name Joshua Orpin, and it's it's all just pictures of his face. Really, I can't find anything. You know, I don't want to type in his name shirtless or anything like that. But I I don't. He's got the face for it. I just don't know if he has the 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 bottom half. I don't know. I I don't like it. Maybe I mean he probably could put on some muscle. Here's I'm gonna post a picture of him from something he did that I don't really care about because it looks kind of chick flicky, preteen, blah 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 type of thing. And I'll post chick, it. Chick, I'll post it eventually. Blah blah blah. It, it looks like some kind of tween rom com thing. Mm. And that's and that's that's just me looking at this one image. I I don't know what the hell it is, but you can kind of see that that this dude looks way too skinny to be to be a Superboy, especially considering the Superboy that they showed us in that final episode. I, I haven't seen the final episode, so I don't know how buff he is. But this guy looks like he could bulk up, and it's, he do, he has the right kind of face. He, he he needs to dye his hair black instead of brown. But other than that, Hex says he'd make a good Flashpoint Superman. Anorexic <laughs> 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 one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> Billy O'Kay says there's no such thing as a good Superman, except the one who died for a while. There you go. Yeah, I'll post the picture of what what he looked like in the uh, in that short Titans. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just call the Titans TV show a short? <laughs> I call this dong short. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's better. I had like five thoughts going in because. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> okay, so I posted that. I mean, just just physically, like, dude looks big compared to to this skinny ass fuck. I mean, he's definitely he's definitely thicker. Damn but right I mean, it's not, his arms his arms aren't that huge. It's more his legs. His chest too. I mean, this this guy has some girth. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I just want some girth. <laughs> Is that all you want, us? <laughs> Hex says that's the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> I don't think that that skinny little kid's gonna bulk up to this size in just a few months. It's it's not possible. Nah. Like unless he's shooting up, it's not possible. I mean, it's possible. I don't think he has the testosterone for it. You know, <laughs> I was like. There's something wrong with your prostate too. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not even that. It's just you know, it's genetics. Like, yeah, you can, you can eat like if he eats, you know, 250 pounds of, of 250 grams of protein a day, and works out, you know, six days a week. Like he'll put back on muscle, but he'll still only weigh like 200. You know, because his frame, his frame can't hold it. Yeah, and I, 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 
I believe that this guy, given enough time, could put on as much muscle as he needed to. to enough be... time, yeah, but they're already starting to shoot season two, right? I don't know. I, I don't know when that starts, but... I mean, look at the dude, old dude for, to play Captain Marvel. Like, he had to... He had time, and he still needed a padded suit. No, I think that's a different thing. I feel like, yeah, like, like, uh, yeah, like I feel like he he wanted to look a particular way, and he just couldn't do it. Are you saying as like as a fitness uh as a as a former fitness professional, or as exactly. somebody that that you know that that told you that? No, 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 no one told me that. I'm just okay. Thinking, I'm just, I'm just thinking that, you know, I, I don't know if I would call myself a fitness professional, but no former just, fitness professional. Yeah, yeah, but I just don't, yeah, I don't think like he was trying to take a shortcut. Oh, all right. I think if he was playing uh, dickish leather jacket Superboy, I'd go for it because then he just has to get ripped, really. But yeah. he's playing the the uh, Titans TV show Superboy, the 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 black mm-hmm. T-shirt Superboy. That's what I'm getting because he has that tattoo on his shoulder. Oh, oh. So, so we're talking about like team, like a uh, Young Justice Superboy. Yeah, and which fits along with where that show is trying to do, where they're not the Teen Titans; they're young adult Titans. <laughs> young adult Titans. <laughs> Millennial Titans. <laughs> What what is this thing that you put in the chat, Oz? Like, what are these all these pictures? That's well, there there's a, a better image of of what the dude that played Superboy, like how huge he is. Like the dude's a monster. He looks like a Terminator. In, in one, of, yeah. In so one the of dude, the dude on the right is from the show too. Yeah, yeah. That's just another see. That's another. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, angle. he definitely looks bigger there. And then there's that tattoo. In, in one of the corners, and there's crypto. Yay, crypto! Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, who's that hellhound? I thought it was Beast Boy being a hyena. <laughs> Beast Boy has been like a tiger, and that's it. Oh, jeez, man. See, this is why I don't watch Titans. It, it, he, crypto looks green because he's being kept under kryptonite to suppress his powers. Listen, I, I don't know what's happening with all these characters. Angry ass Robin or friggin' prostitute uh, uh, Starfire. Yeah, I, I, that didn't sit well with me. It didn't sit well with me that there was so many months for where we were being told that we're completely wrong. Wait till the effects are done, and you'll see that that it's it's way better than than what that pre-production image that leaked was and no that's exactly what it was like the the special effects happened for like two seconds and actually were even worse because that's not how her powers worked yeah yeah i'll still watch it but like i'm I'm doing like how you did umbrella academy i'm not gonna i'm not looking forward to it i'm just gonna go watch it that's that's another thing at this point you've watched more umbrella academy than titans what's wrong you watched you watched more gotham than titans well there's more gotham episodes no 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 i'm talking about larry oh yeah no i've definitely watched more gotham than but listen i'm not exactly sure like i feel like from what i saw from gotham it's like it went a wrong direction but it had potential like i don't even know if i felt that way about titans i don't know if i felt like oh it had potential it was just like this is all bad all wrong yeah and gotham in this final season it's like they the, the the plane was gonna hit a mountain and the pilot woke up and started steering it away in, in the right direction, but doesn't realize there's another mountain over there that he's going to hit anyway. <laughs> Where like they they start 
doing a couple of things. I, I don't even want to say right. I'm going to say just better. And then they go, <laughs> they go ahead and trip over themselves and fuck something else up. You know, they, they start, yeah. they start making this interesting Joker character and then they bring up this Harley Quinn that's just god awful. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think those people know who these characters are. <laughs> They're like, that's not Harley Quinn, that's Poison Ivy. Is, is she still in that show? Yeah, but they've recasted her again to make her an adult. Oh, fun. <laughs> See? So I don't mess with that show. Heck, that wasn't Starfire a prostitute in New 52? No. And she, no, she was just a slut. Damn. Not what? really a slut. She just, like, wouldn't. She, you can't really slut shame her. She. She would walk I'm not around. I'm she, not saying it as a bad thing. No, no. I'm saying people <laughs> would like if anybody said anything about her sleeping around, she wouldn't care. Like you could. I mean, I'm sure somebody tried to slap shame her, but there's no way it would have any effect on her. She wouldn't care what what people said. In fact, she thought less of humans because her her walking around in something skimp, skimpy like a bikini, and guys are like, oh, showing a lot there. She's like, oh, you humans. All yeah. preoccupied. She also couldn't tell who she was banging. That's because we all look alike to her. Yeah. Ah, oh, that pissed me off too. That's when they they fucking. Tried... I mean, there was a whole controversy with that. Too. Yeah, because they they tried to make Jason Todd a redhead, and that only like yeah. stuck for a few issues, really, because yeah. that, then people started confusing him with. It wasn't just her. I think other people saw the images and thought that was that was Roy. Yeah, I like how you defended the redhead Jason Todd. I thought it was interesting when they first brought it up, <laughs> but it, it's it, it was it was pointless. And when when they drew him with the red hair, he did look way too much like Roy Harper. I'm glad they they got rid of it. Although right after that, they gave him two magical swords that he could pop out of nowhere, so that didn't help either. Word. I don't like Jason Todd with superpowers. <laughs> like he came to life. That's that's enough. Black Panther won an Academy Award. That's new. Not what the, did he get it for? Yeah. He got it for like costume. Costume. Yeah. What else? I think that was it. It, huh? it got no, no. I think it got a, another one or two. I think. But you know, I don't know what I don't know what they're all for. The costuming was the one that I took notice of. It wasn't the. It wasn't the uh, important one. No. Yeah, it didn't win like best picture. But Black Panther was a way better movie than the than the one that won that. Uh, Green Book? Yeah. Did you see them both? I saw parts of Green Book. I saw enough. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you can't. You could be like, oh, well, it definitely shouldn't have won if you didn't watch the whole movie. The only Green Book I care about is The Fellowship of the Ring. There's a Green Book in The Fellowship of the Ring? It is the gr- Green Book. Oh, like the book itself is green? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's what they refer to it in Bilbo's archives. Like, his diaries, it's the green one. That's why when you buy the DVDs, each one is color-coded. Oh. So Return of the King is red, Two Towers is blue, and Fellowship is green. Know. I did not know that. Fake-ass Tolkien fan. No, I mean, I think I'm as big of a Tolkien fan as I purported. Wait wait till a Tolkien movie comes out, then he's going to be an expert. Who, me yeah. or Larry? Larry. Listen. You know there's I've a Tolkien movie Cerulean. coming out, right? What? You know there's a Tolkien movie coming out, right? No, I thought there was a, oh. another TV show. No, what there's movie? a there's a movie about Tolkien. Yeah, and it's got the the dude that was uh, Beast in. Oh yeah, I did I did hear that I did hear that. So, Real but yeah, congratulations to Black Panther. Congratulations to Into the Spider Verse. That was cool too. Into the Spider Verse was better than Green Book. <laughs> Into the Spider Verse was better than any movie at the Oscars this year. <laughs> Look, 
You can't say that if you don't watch the movies. I watched the movies. You didn't watch all the movies that were at the Oscars. Yeah, I did. Except Bow. Oh, that was great. Oh, you watched like all the animated ones? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I watched everything. You watched every movie that got nominated for an Oscar. I don't believe you, Mo. I watched the uh, was the Shape of Water. I watched <laughs> that was last year. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I watched last year's nominees. <laughs> so it's better that's than fair. last year's nominees. That's fair. That's uh, like that's great, Mo. Yeah, I don't think Into the Spider Wars was better than Shape of Water. <laughs> Look, well, we're Look. very fortunate that it came out the year it did, or else it might have lost. Shape of Water was great till you get to the end. I think it's stupid. No, the end was tight, too. Nah, the end was stupid. Was Why? the most cop-out fucking thing. I, no. If I see it coming, it's a cop-out. If I see it coming in minute whatever two of that fish duty showing up, it's a cop-out. Oh, there you go. It's a cop-out. I don't know, the official from Oz. Yeah, she she should have just died and then fish dude like hold her and crying or some bullshit like that. Not not that stupid thing they decided well, to do. Well, look, if she would have died, I would have liked it better, but it was still a good movie all around. Like, oh, I said no, the, I said it's it's a good it's a good movie. The way the end. The, like just the, the the craftsmanship of filmmaking alone, like no matter what's going on on the screen, just how it all came together, how they did everything, it was tight. And um but if she would have died, we probably could have gotten a third movie where he destroys New York or something. Wait, was there a second? Well, th- that is, it's uh it's, t- it's, it's an unofficial sequel to the creature from the Black Lagoon. So, like, remember how the guy that brought him over says, "Oh, I fought with him in the in in the jungles of Brazil," and that's what happens in the first in the creature from the Black Lagoon. He gets infatuated with a girl on the on the boat that they're on, and he tries to like you know connect with her, and they perceive him as attacking, and then they fight him until they can kill him or tame him or whatever. I guess with this one they tamed him and they bring him back to study at the U.S. So like when he talks about how he dealt with him in the in the Amazon, it's it's the events in Creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay, yeah, I see that. Yeah, but like I said, my ending is better. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. So it looks like Will Smith is leaving the Suicide Squad franchise. Oh, is he leaving, no. or did they just not ask him to come back? No, no, they wanted him to come back. They were they were planning on building the sequel around him and Margot Robbie, and then doing like a whole new set of. Is villains, Margot Robbie coming back? I heard she wasn't going to be part of it from the beginning. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because it's supposed to be a reboot, not a sequel. It's a it's a soft reboot, I thought. Well, now it's hard as fuck. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it can no, still we'll, be considered we'll a it can still be considered a soft reboot if you just don't have another Deadshot or Harley. You, it's sure. a it's, you could have a whole new set of Suicide Squatter Squad Squatters, a whole new team. Squatties. And it counts. Right. Well, I mean, I guess, do you have the same, uh, what's her face, the black lady? Amanda Waller? Yeah. Hopefully. Or actually, no, she could even be recast and just, you still have Amanda Waller, but it won't be the same actress. And it would still work. Yeah. Anyway, he he had scheduling conflicts. So it's not like he's out completely. It's just more. They can't use him. Yeah. They took too long to make it. Yeah. Um, Hecht and chat says fuck is the shape of water part of the monster verse um you know if universal had a brain they probably would make that is that still happening because i haven't heard anything about the monster no it's not happening anymore not at all but isn't the bride still coming out i i don't know it might still be coming out but i think after mummy tanked 
They were kind of like, we're I not going to I just saw the mummy it. the other week ago. The we're new not going to make the it chick? a shared universe. Uh, I like the mummy. Did it, The new one with the girl? Yeah, with Enchantress. Did it tank? I thought it did. I thought it did well, but not what they expected. Or do you count that I, as tanking? I well, I think that's what it was. Where they were, like, it didn't make back the money that they spent. We need to see numbers. Okay. Yeah, look at the numbers. Are you gonna make me look <laughs> like, the numbers? I, look at the numbers. All right, I'll look it up. You guys, I, like- I think it was. Yeah, I think it was expensive. That was like the issue. I mean, obviously, it's expensive because Tom Cruise is in it, right? So that by itself makes it expensive. What year did it come out? 2017? Really? Yeah. Total lifetime, domestic, 80 million, foreign, 329. Oh, but it came out (laughs) in August of 2017, which was the worst summer for movie season in over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Opening weekend, it hit number two. So you can make one. Yeah. So after that happened, they were like, well, let's rethink. Yeah, upon further investigation, I'm happy they're not continuing. Because <laughs> it is Kurtzman and Orsi. Yeah. And I want yeah. them to fail. Yeah. Well. Why do you want them to fail? Because they suck. They I make shitty they movies. S- no, that's not true. What else did they do that sucked? The the first Transformers? All the Transformers. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought we were blaming Bay for that. It's they still too. wrote it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they they're good too. That that's the problem. No, they're not if, good. If too. they were, dude, they did friggin' they did Star Trek. Yeah, but that was because look, they're lucky J.J. Abrams was there. They wrote it. Yeah, but it could with the if Michael Bay would have directed it and they wrote it, it would have been another Transformers. Did they do all three? No, I think they only did the first two. Yeah, because oh, they got progressively Which are, worse. The first two are pretty good. The last one is not a bad movie. It just doesn't feel like Star Trek. It doesn't feel like J.J. Abrams' Star Trek. And then they ripped off like half of two. Because that was just Wrath of Khan. They just switched up the characters. I mean, that's not ripping off. That's like... It is. Or or, uh, plagiarism. It's Wrath of Khan in this new timeline. Right. But it's still Wrath of Khan. uh, Right. Listen, not just anyone could have done that. There there are other people that would have tried. I think if I could have done it, then I don't give them credit. I'm just happy that Benedict Cumberbatch didn't have to wear that weird chess piece. Did did what they, his face have a chess piece? Um, Ricardo Montalbán. Yeah, I thought he yeah. was, he just yeah, was it's showing a fake chess. Yeah, I got I got to look this inside up the now. vest. Yeah, I thought that was his real chess. No, no, he's not. He's not that built. <laughs> like, talk about you know they got to do that for Superboy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's old hilarious. school. Like old school, they used to make people bustles, and you would buy it. Yeah. You know? Well, that's a damn good chess piece, then. Although there, no, it's I, not. I, I'm I just try noticing, watching it again. Oh, I see. I'm just looking at stills. Although I'm noticing now that there's no nipples. <laughs> <laughs> like that just hit me. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah, no, it's it's still a good movie. Like it still holds up on that respect. But that chess piece doesn't hold up. Oh, I so. found the nipple. I found the picture of the nip slip. I'm posting that one. Hilarious. You're violating. You're violating the all games. Protocol. I'll roll those days. Derek isn't listening. Also, too, uh, Kurtzman and Orsi did Fringe. Again, I never watched it, and I'm sure. Look, again, that's J.J. Abrams too. He didn't. He like he just produced that. Yeah, but he's in charge of like what they do. So, so you're saying if J.J. Abrams and Damon Lindelof too? Okay. So it's like it's more than just those two guys. 
It's like if they I'm, couldn't do something good with anybody else other than J.J. Abrams, then they're not that good. Yeah, I don't they're know. They're more man. bad than good, really. They just need the proper guidance. <laughs> they're more bad than good. I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm all for the idea that proper leadership brings the best out of people. But I don't think if you suck, you don't get with, like, somebody that can lead you well and just become amazing. Like, Fringe is amazing. Yeah, but it's not because of them. I mean, they're literally the ones that created the story. No, it's they're not. They're the ones that actually typed it up while Damon Lindelof and J.J. <laughs> Abrams told them what to type. Oh, okay. Like, I guess so. That's funny with the nip slip. <laughs> I had never watched Fringe. You would love it. You should definitely look into that if you can. If there's some place that streams it, trust me, man, you, you would really enjoy it. It's a great I have show. the DVDs. Really? So yeah. why haven't you watched them? Because I don't like DVDs. They hurt my eyes. The, t- the quality is so lacking now. Shut the hell. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, do they even show up on, on your, on your uh, 4K TV? Well, I, I use an older TV to watch them because I have my Xbox 360 hooked up. It's at work, so I have them at work. And uh, when I first opened up, it was a lot slower, so I tried watching them. And, and man, this quality is terrible. So I just streamed Netflix. Let's see what else is in the news. Oz, you posted something about... I didn't uh, really want to talk about that. I thought about it, and that's stupid. What? the, the Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez? Yeah. Yeah, they were, yeah. they were making a comic out of her. Yeah. Which, like, I, I've been telling, telling Lawrence, they're trying to make her like the, the new face of the Democratic Party. All I know from someone of a Mayan heritage, I don't trust anybody named Cortez. <laughs> Um, as far as the comic book goes, it's, it's on Devil's Due Publishing. And Devil's Due, these guys are fucking swindlers. They sent Why us that? a press release for Black Friday sale. You get anything 50% off on their store. Anything. I bought a book. And I, I, they said, put your email address or mobile phone number so we can send you the download link. I bought my book. You know, it's not like they have a bunch of awesome books there to, like, get. But I figure, you know, it's a production cost. I'll, I'll get something in the... You know, I'll do the Mo deal for the for the sale they're having for Black Friday, and I'll do the review of the book, and I'll do them together. And then in the meantime, I'll get a book. Uh, never got the book. They, 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 uh-huh. So they I they have a little chat option on their website where you could speak to somebody about your difficulty with their purchasing process or whatever and i typed in and i got the chat equivalent of a voicemail saying oh just type in what you want and we'll get back to you type in your email and everything never got Mm -hmm. back so they took my money and now it's been what four months five months after i still don't have my book so they took your money and redistributed it to other people yeah they use it to pay (laughs) for her likeness meanwhile i don't get how to self-publish your own comic from Devil's Due. I think it's Devil's Due. Let me, let me check. I just it it is Devil's Due that's doing that yeah, comic. I don't know. I just I don't know if they're the one. I'm pretty sure there's the one that took my it it sounds it, like they are. Um DC Comics liquidates action comics one thousand to to retailers. I think that's a mo deal because the story I'm reading, uh this book was was ten bucks when it came out, right? Cause it's like a, a big It hasn't come out yet. Action comics one thousand? That's the yeah. It did come out. That's the one with that's the Superman. Yeah, we bought the white cover. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm tripping. I was thinking about Detective. Right. Bad. Well, that's what the story says. Is in time for 
the arrival of Detective Comics, Action Comics is being liquidated for less than than their regular comic price, which is three ninety nine. I haven't seen that at the shop. It's not a huge surprise because you know that that book came out what six seven months ago, maybe more. Mm. And don't they eventually all go to the quarter bin? Usually. I haven't seen it at the comic book shop. I haven't looked for it, so I can't tell you what it's selling for there. I looked it up uh, on Amazon real quick, and I'm seeing it for three oh nine, which is ninety cents cheaper than the three ninety nine regular book. And wow! I, I forget the page count on this. I don't know. Maybe you guys remember. I just remember it was is uh it had more girth. <laughs> had more girth. I was hoping you remember the the page count. I. I don't remember. It was probably like an 80-page book, though, right? It was definitely girthy. (laughs) I have it here. Give me a second. I think I've seen the original thing for it here. April 18th, 2018. So, yeah, that would put it at... Yeah, it's an 80-page giant. Yeah, April 18th, 2018. So, that puts it at, what, like eight months? And the original price was $7.99. But I'm pretty sure it was... It was brought up a little bit, especially because we got the white covers. But the white covers are seven ninety nine too. Yeah, but you know how shops are. They'll they'll raise the price on you. Or they'll yell at you for trying to buy more than one at cover price. I'm still angry. Yeah, that's stupid. That's why they're all closing down. There's the uh, DC Comics Universe themed restaurant opening in London. Really? Yeah. Oh, so that's that means we're, we're broadcasting from London? <laughs> It's replacing something called the the Mash Steakhouse, which I'm assuming is a Mash themed restaurant. <laughs> oh, I mean, I know it, 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 it. I could go either way on a Mash themed restaurant because well, it's a steakhouse, but they called it Spaghetti Surgery, so it should be like an Italian place, right? You should be eating spaghetti and meatballs there. Well, in Mash, they used to eat like whatever, like spaghetti and shit like that. It's like institutional food, so it's whatever you can make and store dry. Let's see. I'm looking at the story now. The entrance will be similar to Mash, which they don't show pictures, so I don't like. If you've never been there, I don't. I don't know how you would know. Uh, but there's a hidden way into the main dining area. We're assuming that a piano might come in handy here. What? This is stupid. It's Art Deco. Wait. It's Art Deco, so they think that fits with the DC Universe. I mean, I guess it would fit with the like animated series. Uh, there's a lounge bar called Pennyworth, and then they explain that that's Batman's butler for some reason. <laughs> what the hell was this story written for? Wait, so is it is it actually a themed DC bar, or is it, like, its own thing that has, like, DC-esque kind of elements to it? I think somewhere in the middle. One dining room will be the Iceberg Lounge, and then they explain what the Iceberg Lounge is. This is written for, that's like... That's a penguin thing? Yeah, that's his That's his club, was the Iceberg Lounge. His I feel like he has a lot of clubs that have different names, right? Like, there's not, like, a... No, it's always the Iceberg Lounge. It's always the Iceberg Lounge? Well, you watch yeah. Gotham, and in Gotham, he had that one that he... He kept trying to take over. I think he called it like the Umbrella Lounge at some point in in the show. It was it's something I mean, stupid. What's it called in the animated series? Iceberg Lounge. It is. Yeah. And in the comic, he has an Iceberg Lounge too. Yeah. And in the Telltale series. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, maybe I just wasn't noticing. I know that he has a lot of clubs. I thought they were all different names, but I guess they're all the same name. And there's a section devoted to Arkham Asylum, but they don't know anything about it. And there's the dichotomy fine dining area where it's going to be two-faced based. This is, I think this is all somebody put the plans in, so there's not a whole lot of detail. 
We're, we'll update you as this story develops, as this is a, an ongoing thing. Tune in to Fantastic Forum for updates. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> DC ending Walmart exclusivity for 100-page giant comics. Wait, where, where else are those going to be? Wait, Target? What? Sure, yes. <laughs> or are they just not going to carry them at Walmart anymore? I, I, I don't know, because when I was looking at the story, it, I thought it was just that Walmart canceled it, but then I read that headline in real time, and now I'm guessing yeah. it's well, I heard, going everywhere. I heard the line was doing really well for them. I thought they were expanding that Walmart line. No, they're ending what they're going to do to replace it is do an annual uh, with that stuff. And, you know, and I think half of it's like new stuff and half reprinted old material that you can get at your local comic shops everywhere. Right. But, oh, wait, oh, okay. Now, I did know that they were doing like the half and half model where it's like half reprint, half new stories. But I thought they were making more heroes. Like, more, like, you know, because I think the ones they have now are, like, Superman and Batman, right? And so, I thought they were expanding that, but maybe not. Following rumors from the comic book industry, meaning that the line, which recently expanded to six titles, Flash, Swamp Thing, joining Superman, Batman, and newly retitled Titans and Wonder Woman, would be any soon. Didio clarified that the inverse was true. And here's a quote from from Didio. Uh, Successful and continuing. For those fans of the DC Giants at Walmart, we have to clear up some misinformation making the rounds. Just wanted to let you know that these books are doing well. So well that we are looking to expand the number number of original pages in each book and include distribution to direct market. Look for these new titles later later this year. The promise is to keep it one of the best values and reading experience in the market. So I guess the story that I originally read was that it was being canceled, but it seems like it's actually being expanded and uh, they're adding more original content. Because out of the 100-page giant, only about 12 pages were new and everything else was reprint. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to do a little bit more. I'm assuming they'll they'll do the full 24 and make it like a, a first issue included in it. That's not really re- reprinting you know, something that came out that week so that they could say it's original. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I mean, I like, yeah, so that that is what I had heard. And so the ending of, of the exclusivity is that they're they're sending it to the direct market. So comic shops will have it as well. So that's a good thing for them. That means that they feel like that format's working. Now, I will say, I don't think that that's necessarily going to be a big seller in comic shops. I know it got me to go to Walmart, but I didn't find right. it. <laughs> Oh, really? I didn't find yeah. it either. I found, like, coloring books. Yeah, I didn't find the Because I was looking around Halloween. They did a, a a Swamp Thing one. And I think Greg Capullo drew it. And that's the one I wanted to get. And I went, and I couldn't find it. Like, I didn't... I don't know if it was there, and I didn't see it. Like, I just... Walmart is a hectic place, and I never want to go in there. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Well, like, I, I hate it. Like, I, I hate, like... I, I remember I was gonna when I was gonna buy uh, Spider Man the game. I had to wait twenty minutes for somebody to like help me, and then they're like, "Okay, I'll be back." And then I waited another. I waited another ten, and I never came back. And then you see somebody, and they're like, "Well, that's not my section," and they just keep walking. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, man, fuck Walmart. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just went and overpaid for a used copy at GameStop. Yeah, unfortunately, I go to Walmart every week. So tomorrow, yeah, well, that's all you have there. It's the cheapest here. We have like a you, we have this you don't place have called Daiso? No, we have a place called Hy-Vee 
And it's like Walmart, but a little bit more expensive because it's higher end name name brands. But it's still that kind of like Megalomart type of place, right? Where everybody goes, like you get a ton of people. Yeah, but yeah, no, well, everybody that. goes to the Walmart. Yeah, so yeah, no, it, but I, any place that's like just like your one stop shop for everything, you get a bunch of fucking assholes shopping there. Yeah. I hate going to those places. It's really more the Hy-Vee is more annoying because they don't have those automatic checkouts, so you actually have to deal with the the checkout person, and they're yeah. always dumb. I just like I hate like having to like say excuse me to somebody's douchebag kid that they don't have the decency to put on a leash, <laughs> and like and he say excuse me, and he doesn't move out the fucking way, and then the lady just looks at me like, did you just tell my son excuse me? Like I told him his mother was a cunt. <laughs> yeah, I fucking, wow. Yeah. What? I, I hate Jeez. I I hate shopping at those stores. I like I that I, that's why I love Long Beach because there's always like corner bodega markets everywhere. Like I don't I don't have to go to the supermarket if I don't have to if I don't want to. Yeah, that that's why we shop there on Thursdays because if we go there on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, oh, yeah. when people have gotten oh, paid, no, uh, and yeah. God forbid you go on the first of the month. Shit, <laughs> but. All that to say, I'll be at a Walmart tomorrow and I'll look for their <laughs> their hundred page giants. See, I I honestly I I didn't I looked for them when when I, we first talked about them coming out and I never found them. And to be honest, I forgot about it. I hadn't seen them since. Like I hadn't looked for them since. I should say. Yeah. So I, I really I really don't know. But I'll look for it tomorrow and I'll report back next week. This is another developing story that we'll update everybody on. Can you also find out where we could get the back issues so I could get that Halloween one? You know, I wonder. I, I'm pretty sure you can get them online. Look, Have you tried looking uh, at my? I went. I would not be surprised if you can't get back issues because it was not being sold at the direct market. It's not like Walmart's keeping a stock of them. So it's like just a matter of if so, if they happen to have extras that you can buy. But maybe maybe there is some place to get them all live. We're, oh, they have so Marvel what Spider else is happening Gwen in the news? They have Marvel Spider-Gwen number one on Walmart.com. That's wild. Let's see what we got. Colonel Sanders is now Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> That was so ridiculous when I saw that. <laughs> and the the uh, the original story with that was actually a little bit interesting because it was they they were using RoboCop to protect the recipe and deliver it to uh, like some bank or some vault where it was going to be stored or the National Archives. I forget where, but that and that, that was kind of interesting because I thought, okay, well, yeah, that's cool that. Yeah, ro- obviously RoboCop protecting the recipe. That's that'll keep it safe. But then I started seeing commercials where RoboCop is Colonel Sanders, and that just got silly. Larry, you sent us a story about Spider-Man life story in the sixties. Oh yeah, where yeah, did you find that? Like you saw it as an ad, or I did see it as an ad. Okay. Yeah, like apparently that was a story that. We just missed because like when I looked into it, it actually did like come out at some point, like, you know, like the news came out. But uh, Spider-Man Life Story should be starting next month. And it's uh, Chip Chip Zdarsky and Mark Bagley basically doing uh, a Spider-Man story. But what if he aged in real time? Yeah. And, And so we're getting a story, I guess, for each decade. Or an issue, I should say, for each decade. So the first issue is the 60s, with you know, which is when Spider-Man actually debuted. And, you know, your teenage Spider-Man 
dealing with what's going on in that era. So it's like Spider-Man aging in real time, but with through the backdrop of actual historical events. So mm. that it seems interesting. So issue one is the 60s. I'm assuming two will be the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and then I guess 2010s. So I'm a little... Uh... I like the idea. Yeah. Like, I actually love the idea. I just wish it was another team on it. <laughs> <laughs> I could understand that. Like, I mean, I think Mark Bagley is, I mean, I like him as a Spider-Man artist. Yeah, he's classic. But there, yeah, but there are definitely other, like, Spider-Man artists that, like, honestly, like, I would like I would love that concept with, like, a Sarah Pacelli. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, cool. yeah, Carrie Andrews. Or, you know, you can't get that yeah. big a name either because then you have like, you know, big names take long because they don't, you know, true. They got other stuff to work on. Mark Bailey is a big name for Spider Man, though. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, all through the 90s and 80s and your oh, ultimate, yeah. like, you know, yeah, that's, that's the art you know for Spider Man. Yeah. Um, as far as Chip Zdarsky goes, like, he's not my favorite. Spider-Man writer. Who's your favorite Spider-Man writer? As if we have to ask. But yeah, I mean it's Dan Slott. Like what? Dan Slott. I, I, I like I Mark Guggenheim. I like you know David Michelini. You know Stan Lee, of course. But yeah, like Chip Zdarsky is not. I don't think I read his free comic book day issue of Spectacular Spider-Man, and he didn't even last on that title. Like it wasn't that good, and I think it was also like they're trying to cash in on the Homecoming thing, so they made it feel more like the movie. And just by him having a part in that, like I'm like fuck him, <laughs> you know? It's like yeah, I don't care if he's got to feed his kids, but fuck him. Um, yeah, so I like uh, I don't know. It, it seems like. That would be one of those like color books that Tim Sale and and Jeff Loeb did, you know. In chat, Hect is offering to give you that Swamp Thing issue. Yeah, I saw. He says they usually keep the giants in the front of the store near the collectible shit. I didn't know Walmart had collectible shit. I look, I didn't know either. I was looking in the book yeah. section where they have the books and magazines. C two E two starting to piss me off. They're, they're trying to be Comic-Con, which means they're trying to not be comics. I got, uh, this isn't even a news story. This is a, a, e- a email I got, a press email where, let's see, I'll just read this. ANC to unveil premiere episodes of highly anticipated new series NOS4A2. NOS4A2. That's the adaptation of, uh, what's his name? The guy that did Lock and Key, uh, Stephen King's son. Something oh. Hill. John King? Yeah. No, John uh, Hill. Tom King? No. No. Oh, uh, no, he has a different... Uh, what is it, Hill? I don't it's, remember. It's not Jonah Hill, but it's something like that. King of the Hill? No. And hit series Into the Badlands at Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo C2E2 March 23rd. Now, I like Into the Badlands, but this is one of the things that, that always pisses off about... Well, not always, but... More recently, it's pissed us off about Comic Con is that it's becoming Hill. it's becoming yeah. popular culture con. Yeah, and I I did a story a couple years ago when I first went to C two E two where that was a real Comic Con the the way it used to be, and now it looks like it's going the way of of San Diego Comic Con or PopCon or whatever. Well, that's how everything goes. Like even with the idea that. You know, it used to be Comic-Con was, like, the big thing of the year, and then you had your Dragon Con and your Wonder Con. That was it. 
the moment all these other cities started having their comic cons like that, it had in order to survive, they had to become pop culture con. You know, in even for Comic Con to survive, they had to become pop culture con. Only it, it took a more natural progression for for Comic Con to do it. You know, it took twenty years. You know, but yeah. it, but it, you know, they all in order to survive, they all have to they have to cast that broad net because it they're they want people to feel like it's a niche market so that they feel some sort of exclusivity and, and some sort of specialness of being a part of this fandom but they just throw a bunch of those and, and instead of creating small group areas for each of them they just put them all together and, and you know it's, you know it's just that's just the way thing goes like even if you look at superhero fans now you, you have to call them superhero fans because they're not comic fans, you know? Yeah, well, it just makes me feel better that I can't go this year. What do you mean you can't go? We're paying you to go. I, I'm working. I can't. We'll triple your salary. <laughs> you can't afford triple my salary. No, the one we no, pay you already. Yeah, we're going to yeah, triple your current salary. Oh, okay, well, the one you, that we pay you. Well, look, that's in the negatives at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> give, us, give us six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll pay you zero. <laughs> so I'm giving triple current salary and it's negative. Let's see. Let me do some math. So I'm giving you a thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, that's the beautiful hundred page giant with Swamp Thing on the cover. Yeah, I think Hex is just, I think he's just uh, swinging that cock in yeah. your face. He, yeah, I don't he's, think teasing he's, gonna, me. he's not going to send it to you. He's just. Dabbing it on my chin, not putting it in my mouth. <laughs> I don't even think they, they have mail in Tucson. <laughs> You're going to have to drive out there. I, well, I love Arizona, so. Yeah. Got to figure out which side of the wall he's on. I can, I can go on either side. I guess you could toss it with a catapult. Yeah. Well, they, you know, Trump doesn't know this, but Mexicans use drones. To cross? To cross drugs. Like they don't use mules anymore. They use drones. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So a wall is not gonna do anything. Yeah. But well, that's neither here nor there. It'll stop Heck from getting you that comic. That's that's gonna nah. be his, ex his excuse. No, that's just what he's gonna say. He's gonna be like, "Well, I tried to mail it to you, but the wall and and Trump <laughs> and it just it, I couldn't. Like every time I put it in an envelope, the the post he office says thought we it was Pony drugs." Express. He's gonna tell you every time he put it in he put it in an envelope, the post office thought it was drugs. Like even when they opened it and looked at it, they're like, No, this is probably drugs. Look, comics were my first drug, really. I read them, I couldn't get it get enough of them. That's a good swamp thing in the cover though. Oh, that's Greg Capullo, yeah. man. Yeah, it's might, might be my next tattoo. No, he's no Alex Arrow, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's safe to say we're done for the day, right? <laughs> Why? Because I, I brought up random artists that nobody has ever heard of? No, just because it's 9.15. Word. And I'm still fighting the Jitus. Oh, no. It's in my ear now. The Jitus. That's messed up. I hope you're going to be okay. Uh, I should be all right. It's in your ear. You better it's get just, it, man. You know, it, it, this, this winter has been eerily cold, you know? Yeah. And really? we're not used to that. Yeah. Like, la like, two winters ago, it was 90 degrees on average. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's like I... And I haven't been sick in about five or four years, so it's just there one, I, there's always one like out of a few years, there's always one year where I get really sick and it just lingers for months. 
you say as I just finished shoveling inches of snow and yeah. ice. Hey, it's your choice. This isn't my choice. I'm in California. I want the warm weather. My choice is the warm weather. Yeah. You chose to live out there. Maybe it chose me. You don't know. Hey, you don't whatever. Know, man. <laughs> All I know is I got the gyrus. You better get over that fucking gyrus when I get over there. So you got until July. Actually, you know <laughs> what? Get over it by June because I, I want to put some distance between the time you've got over it and the time I'm there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to come in, come come over there, and you'd be like, "Oh, I just got over it yesterday." <laughs> I just start cutting your hair, and then I just sneeze. Bastard! I'm gonna shave my hair right. the, the day before I go over there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. How's for? Give me some final thought. Uh, Umbrella Academy sucks. <laughs> I'm happy one Most. of us said that. <laughs> Most Magnum, final thoughts. Um, there's another mode deal. If you go to Daiso, you can get short comic book boxes that are made out of plastic instead of cardboard for one fifty. That's $1.50. You have to actually physically go to the store, right? Yeah, you have to have a Daiso near you. But they have 5,000 stores worldwide, so chances are there's one close to you. You just don't know it yet. Oh, really? I thought it was just the one in L.A. Okay. No, no, no. They're, L.A. has like six or seven of them, but they're all over the world. There you go. So, uh, yeah. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Uh, until then, make sure that you hit us on social media, follow us on Twitter, uh, f- go ahead and follow us on Instagram, uh, join our Facebook group, do all that. This is Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week only on allgames.com. <laughs>